cultivators. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about delusional magic waymaster. I'm Roy, a.k.a. Big Big Turtle House. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Fallon, a.k.a. What a hell, Shwana Woo. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here to talk talk about... Mo Dao Zoo She. Mo Dao the Zoo the She. Mo the Dao... The zoo, the she. Mo the Dow, the zoo, the she. Possibly one of the most iconic chapters in the novel. Well, yeah. Primarily the latter one. That's true. We also the have... The first one is fine. The first one the first one has some real good bits. The first one is... It's, it, there are a lot of bits in these chapters. There are quite a few bits. Let to, me tell you to, about bits. There are quite a few bits to, you know, leverage the unimaginable horror and suffering and gore that they do experience. However, there are bits. There are bits. There, there are, are bits. funny comedy goofs There's and gags. There's funny comedy goofs and gags. There's also, we've been gone for a little bit. We have. But we've, and in, in that time, we've racked up three episodes of Q to just kind of barrel through. And I'll tell you, they were good. They were some fucking... We were taken on some... I at least was taken on some adventures with these Q episodes. So I was I was taken for a ride. So here's what I'm talking about. So real quick, I'm just going to blow through these. First one is the funny... Lan Wangji goes to Yiling and has lunch date with Wei Wushan and Ayon. It's very good. And Ayon decides that uh, Wangji is his dad and Wei Wushan is mommy. Yeah, and the, he literally says that instead of saying, you yeah. know, what he says in the book, which we'll get there. It's not really a spoiler if you've read it. I'm sure most of you uh, listening are familiar with this scene where he, you know, he's yeah. rich Gaga and poor Gaga. Yeah. So, also known as mommy and daddy. Also known as mommy and daddy. <laughs> now, you know. here's the That's the thing. The two genders, really mommy and daddy. Two genders, mommy and daddy. That's um, it. <laughs> um... So that one is pretty standard Q fare for what we've seen so far. Absolutely. The one after that is... So Ayon says to Wei Wushan, I want to be like you, Mr. Yiling Patriarch. God! Wei Wushan, trying his damnedest to be a good role model, injures this child so many times, and I don't like that. I feel has, so bad for this little baby boy. This this boy is acquiring trauma at a <laughs> at an alarming rate. I mean, he has already acquired enough trauma to probably last him several hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of therapy sessions in the future. Just an estimate. But I know, right? <laughs> but this is just uh This is it's a lot. He He Wei Wushan is trying. He's not trying to intentionally traumatize Ayan, but... Yeah. He's got good intentions, but he's a fucking buffoon. He thinks it's funny to bury a child in the ground and then raise the dead. Why? And... So you can can be strong, like the walking corpses. He thinks they're going to babysit him. He thinks that bringing the corpses out are going to be... God, he... Lazy. (laughs) Lazy ass. Lazy ass. Let me just get these zombies. I got better stuff to do. And it's like the the thing that I like the most about this episode <laughs> is in the beginning when they're like, you're taking care of a yawn now. And they just leave a note. They, they leave a note. And Wei Wushan looks back at his horrible bachelor blood cave. <laughs> and he goes, nah. 
We're not going to do that tonight. <laughs> nah, not the cringe cave for my fail life. We're, We're not, not doing, doing that. the cringe cave for my fail hobbies. <laughs> my fail necromancy. Covered in blood. God. Cringe cave for my fail necromancy. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. God. So that one, that one. <sighs> Poor baby. I just feel I just, very bad I just for this feel bad for a young, like I can't I can't even think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then the most recent one is Weiwishan is trying to awaken corpse zombie when young and he has like a list of traits that he's going to give him and it's he's like these are the things that he was when he was alive and Wenching is there and she's so, like No, the list of traits is literally bottom, bottom, God, big bottom, bottom. <laughs> bottom (laughs) (laughs) like and wenching is like no 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 you gotta scratch that you gotta make him buff (laughs) so he can fight off all of the bullies like that's why he was bullied in the first place way wushan don't you understand you gotta make him into casanova you gotta turn him into fabio make him woo the ladies zombie fabioized make my brother nathan explosion I want my brother foreverly <laughs> Fabio eyes. God, that is. Do you think that's somebody's fetish where somebody like involuntarily gets transformed into Fabio? That's just himbofication. Oh shit! No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow, what a world we live in. So Wimbushan puts himbo powder into the Wenyang juice, and he's like, "All right, guess I'm making him a himbo." And what happens? It, like, doesn't quite it, work It has, like, the opposite effect, almost. Or, like, not even the opposite effect, just, like, a completely unrelated effect, it seems like. It's something weird. It was difficult for me to understand. Yeah, but when... So if anybody yeah. understood that one, let me know. Yeah. But, but eventually he comes to the conclusion that... Or, well, well, when, when Ching yeah. is the one. When Ching, when Ching is, is the like, one. Yeah, she's like... Nah, I just gotta live with it. My brother's a bottom, and... We just gotta yeah, let him be who he is. Gotta let him be who he is. So Weiwishan puts the, the boy juice in him. <laughs> I don't like how I said that. He's 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 mixing his big batch of Powerpuff Girls formula, and he puts all the Wenning components in it. And then uh, he comes out, and Wenxing, uh is like, yep, there he is. There's my my perfect, beautiful baby boy who I love. And, and she, she hugs like, him. She, she starts crying. It, and Roy starts crying. It made me so happy to see to see Wenxing like that, even if I it was know. in a little cue. She goes on a whole thing about how, she, how he's the most perfect and unique baby brother, and I fucking cry. It was so... Retweet if you cry every time. It was so good and healing for me. It's that so good. That rolled. That was so good. It went oh, ass. it was so cute. God, it was good. Really, really solid, good Q episodes. Mm. They're doing a lot with it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Q. Absolutely. Thank you, Q. But in addition to Q... We are here to talk about a couple of chapters. A couple of them. Yes. And some things happen. And I'm going to summarize those, if you don't mind. Please do. Yeah, so chapter 53, or well, should I do these in one big go, or should I do... Yeah, because chapter 53 was just a little poop. Yeah. Unless you unless you would like to take them apart chapter by chapter. No, I'll just go in one, okay. one thing. So chapter 53, Courage Part 3. 
Picking up right where we left off, yes. as usual. Uh, uh-oh, the island isn't an island. It's a big, scary, snaky turtle. Uh, there's a bit of a skirmish. The Wen guys try to shoot it with arrows, and Wen Jilu, like, almost gets away with Sean, but it's fine. In the middle of all of this, Wang Lingjiao has taken it upon herself to try to brand Mian Mian in the face with her branding iron. Weibishan notices this just in time to, like, know Mr. President himself on in and shoves her away. And he takes the branding on the chest for Mian Mian and he screams. There's some more confusion. Wen Chao commands all his guys to get the fuck up out. And they do that. And the rest of the disciples try to catch up to them, but it's too late. Uh, by the time they get to the, the entrance to the cave, Wen Chao and his boys have chopped the vine that they used to climb down and they sealed up the entrance. And Jin Zishuan is so fucking mad. Uh, <laughs> it's just dirty. It's just dirty. Zhang Chen goes over to Wei Wushan and is like, you fucking idiot, stop trying to die. And uh, Mian Man is kind of in disbelief. Lan Wanji points out that there are maple leaves in the water, which due to water reasons means that there's got to be an opening to the outside that they can access by swimming. Everyone manages to distract the big turtle long enough to let Zhangsheng swim down and look for the opening, which he does, and there is. Uh, there's some back and forth about the logistics of everyone escaping while it's still while the, the turtle is distracted. Then that same fucking rando shitty lawn kid from the last chapter decides to be a hero and shoot an arrow at the turtle, but it hits Wei Wushan in the arm instead, and God. the kid is like, oops, and just dives into the water and swims off like an asshole. Wei Wushan tells Zhang Cheng to fucking go, and he does angrily. And then the turtle goes to bite Wei Wushan, but Lan Wangji gets bitten and dragged away instead. Wei Wushan jumps in and, like, pries its mouth open, so they're both able to just kind of roll out. And they go hide, and then they're alone. And Wei Wushan's first thought is, uh-oh, but Lan Zhang's boo-boos. And that's chapter 53. His boo-boos! His boo-boos! And then chapter 54... Uh, Wei Wishan yoinks Lan Wangji's forehead ribbon off his head and uses it as a tourniquet, and Lan Wangji is mad and scandalized. Wei Wishan's brain gets really huge because he remembers that the sachet that Mian Mian threw at him has medicinal herbs in them, so he uses those for first aid shit. They tear their clothes up so they can use them as bandages. Lan Wangji slaps some of the herbs on Wei Wishan's titty because he's... Wei Wishan just forgot that he's been branded with an iron... <laughs> Because he's the person that he is. He doesn't even think about it. He's... Why is he like this? Then, most of the chapter after that is just exchanges between the two of them where Wei Wushan is, like, genuinely helping, but being so fucking annoying about it. And Lan Wangji is being so fucking petty about <laughs> Wei Wushan being annoying at people who aren't him. But also, Lan Wangji is very mad that Wei Wushan keeps disregarding his own well-being for the sake of others. Not that he says that. And of course. He gets so fed up with Wei Wushan being a dumbass that he bites him, which is good. They He's, he, he can't do anything else. <laughs> like <laughs> Ow. Ow. But uh they finally manage to settle down long enough to do brain shit about their whole situation, and they realize the big turtle is the Shuanwu of Slaughter, which is basically you fucked up a perfectly good turtle god, look at it, it's got depression. And nobody's god. ever been able to defeat it. It just went to sleepies when it got cold about 400 years ago, and it's been having nap time ever since, and that's chapter. Sleep long time. Sleep long time. So, that brings us to chapter 55. Our new extra spicy bonus chapter. Yeah, gotta do three of them. Three of them. Three of them. Courage part five. Courage part five. 
So we wish on Lanwangji talk a little bit more about the Chuanwu of Slaughter, and that kind of segues into them talking about who's going to come rescue them and when. And um, uh, Lanwangji says, well, it's not going to be the Lans because their shit's in shambles, my brother's missing, and my dad's dying. And he starts crying, and Weibushan feels bad, and it's kind of awkward, and it gets a little too real. So Weibushan spends the next while, like, giving Lan Wangji a lot of space and being, like, very to the point when they do need to talk. And he he very he, he makes a point of it not to make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> and not be annoying for the first time ever in his life. He's good for a little bit. <laughs> he's, he's a good boy for a tiny bit. Um... They do start trying, like, kind of trying to formulate a plan to get out or whatever, because obviously it's going to take too long for anybody to come get him. They got to do something. So um, finally, on the fourth day of being down there, they gather a bunch of weapons and whatever are lying around. And Lan Wangji ties a bunch of bowstrings together. And this is where we learn about the court assassination technique, which rules. Um, it's a Lan sect exclusive it uses Guchin strings to kill shit, and it was invented by the only female Lan sect leader who ever existed ever, Lan Yi, Queen Shit. Um, and <laughs> debatable on the Queen Shit, <laughs> depending on how you feel about the next page. Well, it's very it's it's women on top, but um. God. <laughs> anyway, the the boys come up with a plan, and it starts with Wei Wushan waiting. Until the Shuanwu is asleep and all tucked into his little turtle holes. And uh, he sneaks inside of his shell. And it is fucking gross in there. The book uses the phrase <sighs> corpse sludge more than once. So yeah. do with that what you will. Uh, Weibushan is walking around inside the turtle mess. And he finds this nasty, rusty old sword down there. And when he grabs it, he realizes it's just fucking evil as fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he doesn't really get to dwell on it because the Shuanwu has woken up and it's mad. Uh, there's a big action sequence. Weibushan narrowly avoids being bored and just hangs on inside the Shuanwu's mouth. Uh, Lan Wangji is outside of the shell with a bunch of strings set up like at the shell hole openings. And he has to hold his end of the formation for six hours before the Shuanwu finally dies. And Lan Wangji pulls Weibushan out of its mouth and he is looking rough. <laughs> he looks like shit. Uh, they realized that the Shuanwu, like, thrashing around must have collapsed the hole that they were gonna escape through because they can't find it now. Weibushan gets mad. He is still kind of intrigued by the nasty evil sword that he found inside the Shuanwu, but he decides not to say anything to Wanwan do about it. Uh, he starts showing signs that he's just kind of, like, totally overexerted himself, and he probably has an infection or something now, so Lan Wangji has to basically mm -hmm. pin him down to keep him from making his own life worse. And then the rest of the chapter is Weibushan acting like a chatty baby who won't shut up and telling Lan Wangji he's boring while he's sleeping in his lap, and then it ends with him asking Lan Wangji to sing him a song, and he does. And Weibushan asks what the song is called, but the chapter ends before we can find that out. And yep. it's it's a time. So, three of them. Three of them? Three, three of beefier... Big well, old. two normal boys and yeah. one, one slightly beefier boy. Yeah, several of them. So we got a trade in store for you. Have we ever. So, the thing that I've learned about the Shuanwu of Slaughter... Yes. ...in these three chapters... Yes. ...is that it's just a big, sleepy, grumpy turtle. 
A big, sleepy, grumpy turtle that doesn't realize human beings are what they are and just likes to eat. Yeah. And it likes to vibe and it likes to sleep. That's And kinda... it's a big, stinky one. <laughs> it's a big, stinky turtle. It... There's so much, so much shit happens, especially in chapter 53, that just feels like... It's just... He's just sleepy. He's just yeah. sleepy and cranky. He's just waking up. He maybe took... He took he a 400-year nap. He, he took a 400-year nap. He maybe took a sleeping pill or two. And he's just really having a little bit of trouble waking up. People are shouting. There's a lot of hot shit going on. Yeah. Hot and loud, and he doesn't like it. There's all these little things running around, all these creatures. He's trying to vibe. Yeah. Maybe have a little snack. And these these folks are really kind of... They're up in his shit. They're up in his shit. It's too much to deal with when you've been asleep for 400 years. Can you blame him? No, I mean, you really kind of can't. I mean, I know he's evil and shit, but... Like, yeah, but also, like... The thing, well, he's he's evil, but he's also got, like, really good evil dar, because on the second page of chapter 53, there's a part where it, like, indicates that the Xuanwu just knows right off the bat that Wen Chao's vibes are just rancid. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, that and Wen, Wen Chao really does not do himself any favors. When does he ever? Yeah, that's the problem. He really does not do himself any favors here. It really... <sighs> He's just an idiot. He's, but, yeah. like, I just want to talk about what what do you think would happen if in the real the real life meat space, an islet, like, maybe in the Pacific or something that people had been living on for, like, a hundred years, suddenly started moving. And it was, like, a giant horrifying monster. Hashtag what would happen. Hashtag what would you do. 2020 shit. 2020 shit. Like, I'm looking forward to 2021. Because this is bound to fucking happen. Listen, folks. 2020 keeps fucking happening. Because one thing, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit more detail when we get to our housekeeping. But one thing that happened to me in the last week is that I broke my middle finger. The middle one. The middle one on my dominant hand. And that is the most 2020-ass bullshit to happen to me all fucking year. In a year of nothing but 2020-ass bullshit. Because, ah. you know, the, the finger, the finger. The finger. The finger. The fingy has to be in a splint, a straight splint. So she's constantly just flipping everybody off with her tiny little middle finger. <laughs> My tiny little baby turbo finger. Your tiny little baby turbo finger now. It's, it's quite the turbo finger. Turbo fingy. It's reinforced. It's bionic. <laughs> I'm a cyborg now. She's a cyborg now, and she will be for the next six to eight weeks. You hate to see it. You truly hate to see it. She's gonna. She's gonna truly uh, complain. Face God and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> Fucking the hell <sighs> that will be 2021 because you know it will be. I'm just saying. I just know. I would. I just. I at this point. It's so I'm just saying that if an island where people were living rose up from the sea and revealed itself to be a big stinky turtle, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even bat an eye at this point. 
I would just be like, yeah, of course. 100%. It's Thanksgiving, That's baby. what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm fucking waiting to happen. It's- like, I was listening, I was listening to that song by, uh, Volbeat. <laughs> Where they're like talking about the <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> Let, bring him up. Bring him up. Bring him on up here. Let him wreak some damn havoc. I'm ready. <laughs> what else could he possibly be doing right what now? What else could possibly go wrong in this goddamn hell of a year? Hell and year. people many things were described as a hell of a something in this chapter. These chapters, oh, yeah. by the way. It was very good to me. Oh yeah. Um Jesus fucking Christ, but, we haven't even started on this, but... Yeah, but so, so, old Shwanawu rises me. up, yeah. Turp Me rises up out of the water, Wavy Sean's like, fuck. Yeah, because he's standing on it, um, and it's so, it rises up, and it looks back at him, and it's got a couple of maple leaves on its head, which is adorable. It's really cute! <laughs> this big, nasty, craggy tortoise, and it's just got a couple... <laughs> Couple little baby leaves on its snout. Just, just a cute oh. hat. And it says, Wei Wushan exclaimed under his breath, which I just read, which I just kind of imagined as, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the quietest possible exclamation. Qu- qu- in, qu- in quotation marks, just a single lowercase a. Absolutely. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Thank God. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so... Then- and so he's still got Wen Chow, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, what? so the and the head comes up. Mm-hmm. He's wearing and his everybody, cute hat. Everybody starts fucking freaking out. As they would. And he's like, like, old boy, like, turns his head around to look at Wen Chow and Wei Wushan. He's like... Excuse the fuck out of me. This is my body. <laughs> I'm I trying not, to sleep. I did not consent to this. Excuse me. You, this is- for- <laughs> you said, I consent. And you said, I consent. But you didn't ask if I consent. <laughs> Get the hell off of me. <laughs> Isn't there someone you forgot to ask? Isn't it's there some- slaughter. This slaughter that you're standing on. Oh my like God. furniture. <laughs> Not my kink, boys. God, Jesus. Uh, and so, so he's got like he's a weird giant armored nightmare snake. Yeah, he's a he's a big turtle with a really long snaky neck. Really long snaky neck. It says this wasn't the average tortoise. It's not the average because Wei Wushan looks at it and goes, "What a large tortoise! What a large tortoise!" It's That's a, like kind of how I read it <laughs> in yeah, like ellipses. He's trying to figure out whether it's a tortoise, a turtle, or a terrapin. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's very big. It says even three burly men wouldn't be able to put their arms around its dark crown. So it's three hugs in diameter. Three we know hugs. this unit of measurement. We've been over this. Um, three hugs in diameter. <laughs> uh, big big turtle house. So uh, way was Sean like. He's staring at it. He's trying to get a, a picture of the whole thing, and he realizes that its eyesight sucks because it's... It's snaky. It's snaky. He he, he see with smell. He, he sees with the smell. He see by sniff. And um, uh, and then he starts blowing, blowing off some steam, you know? Really blowing... <gasps> you know? You know, really having a little sniff of it. <laughs> the maple leaves 
that had been floating in the water just happened to be near its nose. It spurted out the air it likely tickled. because they were itching it. It tickled. He's itching it. He's sleepy and grumpy. He's a little sleepy sneezy. He's a little snuffle. He did a little snuffle. He's just grumpy. It's just, here's the thing. I think it's just horrifying because of how big he is. Yeah. Like if he were uh, a... A decently sized tortoise. A respectably sized tortoise. <laughs> a tortoise one of usual not, size. One that was not an insult to nature, God, one that and was, assorted. One that wasn't full of, like, corpse sludge, like a big gross jelly well, donut. listen, can you prove that a regular tortoise isn't just full of corpse sludge? Not of humans. Pro- fucking Probably. You you say you can probably prove it, or that they probably are full of non-human corpse sludge. Yes. So hey, <laughs> I'm just trying to be right. <laughs> Tell me I'm right. No, sorry. No. Um. So whatever. So when <laughs> when Chow when Chow is like, I'm gonna beat this thing into shit. Um. But he's also an idiot, and he's he's, so like, he's like he's literally like he goes he turns turns towards when Julia is like. Why aren't you helping me yet? <laughs> Help me the fuck out! And John Chuck like screaming. John Chuck is off to the side, and he's like, "Oh my fucking god!" And um, John Chuck, because that's gonna that's gonna freaking wake up the tortoise even more. Yeah, Chow's out here yelling like a freaking buffoon, <laughs> and oh, it's f- pathetic. It's miserable. Um, so God, I'm just I'm just floored by the willful. <laughs> Enactment of Murphy's Law by God. this idiot at every possible turn. I swear to an God. Opportunity. Well, it's just encroyable. <laughs> um, so, so. And he. Oh. Uh, Sean was kind of waking up and he immediately detects how just god awful Wen Chow's vibes are and he's like, I'm gonna eat this bitch. He's wiggling around like a worm on a hook, baby. Yep. Uh,. So, but Wei Wishan is like, well, you know what? I'm here too, and I don't want to get caught in the the crossfires of this. So, so Mario jump, Mario jump. He throws <laughs> the sword, uh, shoots his shot, shoots his Mario shot. jump. Damn um, dude, he sure does. He he takes Wen Chao along with him. Yeah, and <laughs> he jumps onto another island, and he's like, please don't tell me that this one's a huge tortoise as well. <laughs> And I mean, I understand his concern. At this point, it's yeah. like once bitten, twice shy, right? Yeah, <laughs> once bitten, twice turt. But um, once turted, twice shy. <laughs> and then, so he, so John uh, Chung yells out, "Hey, watch your back!" And Wushan spins around at this pair of yaoi hands coming at him because there it is. It's Wenjulu, um, and he's he's coming at him with the force of his his big. Evil uh, normitizing hand. Yeah, and he feels he's about to like go to like push at Wenjulu's arm, and then he's like, ah, because he feels the absolute rotten vibes emanating off of him, and he's like, no, this is gonna get me in trouble. It's the stank hand. So he just kind of uh, zags. Yeah, he zags. Um, and but- that that gives Wenjulu <clears throat> the chance to. Snatch Wen Chao away again. Unfortunately. And gain, c- gain control of this uh, man-child. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's, he's one half of Wen Rohan's large adult sons. Um, yeah. And so people start shooting arrows at 
the Shuan Wu. And unfortunately, it does jack shit. It's like throwing toothpicks at an armored knight. Yeah. They just kind of hit it and go boing. They make a, a comically, comically funny noise. Yeah, boing. Ding, as they ding, ricochet ding, off. Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Tick, 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 tick. So, because the thing about the Shuanwu is that it's fucked up in every possible aspect of its life. Mm-hmm. That skin has not been moisturized in thousands of years. Nah. It, I don't think it's even seen a good wash. Nah. He's, been, he's just been down. Listen, when you get fucked up on your path towards becoming a god and you... End up a fucked up turtle creature. It's like living there's, underground. There's, what can you do but sleep for four hundred years? There's nothing left to lose at that point, you know. You got nothing. You don't even got your pride left. Nah. I really feel for this dude in retrospect. Honestly, yeah. I understand why he needed to die, and he did need to die. But I feel for him. Yeah. He he had a rough go of it. Yeah. I'm feeling for this for this critter. Um. So, but then. He, no, fucking Wei Wushan sees a Wensek disciple, like, like, failing oh, yeah. really bad at, like, loading an arrow, and he's like, God, fuck this shit. So he just steals the arrows and, and the bow from him. <laughs> he's like, if you can't do anything right, you can't do anything right, do it yourself, or what the fuck ever. <laughs> He just and move. So, and so he loads it, but then his girl-protecting senses start tingling. Yeah, his, his women-respecting juice kicks in, because... Wang Lingjiao has decided that now is the time to commit girl-on-girl violence. It's the perfect time. Uh, she, I don't know how they managed to heat up her her branding iron. It's probably magic. Yeah, probably magic. But too. she's she's got two dudes holding Myon Myon down, and uh, she's about to to brand her in the face with the iron, which we hate to see. It's normal. And Wei Wushan says, "Mr. President, look out!" and <laughs> And, like, basically jumps in the way of this. But what he, he does... It's really fucking good what he does. He This he, is fucking incredible. So He, he smacks Wang Lingjiao's hand that was, that was gripping Mian Mian's hair uh-huh. out. And then he, like, power palm strikes her in the chest. He punches her in the boob. He punches her in bulb. In bulb. <laughs> He punches in bulb and she spits up a whole hell of a lot of blood. <laughs> she, he punches in bulb. He punches in bulb. The worst possible thing you can do to the worst possible lady. It, y'all, I don't know how, I'm not going to act like it compares to like getting like kicked in the nutsack or like stubbing your toe really hard or whatever. But getting it hit in the boob or, like, having your boob, like, hit something itself fucking hurts. It hurts a lot. There's Booby, a lot of nerves in there. Booby sensitive. Booby sensitive. I'm just saying. So he titty punches sensitive. this bitch in the titty and, uh... She goes flying back. She goes flying back, but the thing is, he does catch... He catches that branding iron. And you know, if you've ever if you've ever hit parts of your hand in like the oven, you know <laughs> how light of a touch it takes to really fuck yourself up. Dude, for the longest time the only scar I had was this scar on my hand from when I was making pizza rolls one time. I know the struggle. It's exactly the same. <laughs> Most of my scars are burn scars. <laughs> yeah. Um 
So, so we were trying to go burn and he yell. Um, what, and this is kind of when, when Chow is like, Jajow, get over here. And, um, she, oh, we, we had, we, we get the lovely description of what it smells like. Yeah. It smells like cooked meat. And then that's going to come back. <sighs> that's going to come back in a bit because Weiwushan can't stop from doing bits. He can't stop from doing bits. So Wen Chao, uh, he gets, he, he, he sees, he sees, uh, Wang Ling Zhao has been owned. Yeah. And he's like, he screams at Wen Julio to get, get the Zhao Zhao back here. Get Zhao Zhao. And like, Wen Julio's like, okay. And I, bro, I really feel for this dude. He just kind of. He just kind of gets ordered around and jerked about like a, like a kid's pet dog. Yeah. Just completely thanklessly. Absolutely miserable. To, he, he, so it's he goes horrible. off. He goes off and he gets her and he tosses her at Wen Chao's feet. Yeah, he's like, fuck fine. He's like, here, she's yours. Your problem now. And um, so so this is where, you know, once again. I'm still on Chow Watch 2020, um, where I'm still trying to figure out what his like level of cloudovation is. Um, and like last time I had one of these checks, you know, it was when he had he had Jiao Jiao and they were going downwards on his sword into the cave, and now he managed to manages to he has her and he goes upwards. So fine, you win this one. I guess I guess you can do that, bitch. <laughs> the fuck ever, um, but wow! Let tell him how you really feel. No, Good God. <laughs> but um, so all the other, all the other cultivators, all the other kids in here, like try to chase after them, um, and uh, but they don't quite make it in time because Wen Chow and his boys have chopped down the vine that they had used to climb down there. The Zishuan calls them dog thieves. He's so mad. The worst insult you could possibly <laughs> toss at someone. A dog thief. A do- I'd be mad if somebody stole my dog. Me fucking too. That's the worst. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Jin Zishuan really shines in this next He's these so next good. couple pages. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, they're basically fucked. Yeah. Um, they're blocking the entrance up from the vine, too, because they're assholes. Yeah. And... Because it's not so. like they have any, like, sect heirs or anything no, in here. No, of course not. Fuck those kids. Um, they really so, said fuck them kids. They said fuck them kids. And so everybody else is stuck down here. And Jin Zichuan is like, can you fucking believe the audacity the nerve. These two idiots really be doing this to us. They and I'm stay like, doing this shit. Let them know, Jin Zishuan. He says, let them know. He says that hell of a couple can really do such things, can't they? He's mad as hell. <laughs> and and the kids are like, oh, well, my, my mom and dad will come find me. They'll, they'll, they'll definitely come find me if they hear about this. And the kids are like, yeah, yeah. And then somebody else is like, bro, they probably still think we're getting brainwashed. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the ones are just going to make some shit up about this. We're never going to get out of here. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, we're going to die. <laughs> and, and it's... Zhang Chung, Zhang Chung gets over to Wei Wushan, gets him, kind of starts supporting him, and they walk over. And <laughs> Wei Wushan's like, hey, 
You want some cooked meat? <laughs> yeah. You want a little bit of meat? He says, let me joke about this. Let me joke about it. Mean, fucking what clown. What else can you do but goof about it, though, right? I guess. I mean, sometimes you accidentally get yourself barbecued. I guess. I guess the fuck so. Shit, it already happened, so. Yeah. Can't go back. Um, but John Chen gets mad because that's what he does. Um, no, jo- no jokes, no fun allowed. He hates jokes. You ask this man if there's such a thing as a good joke and he will say, fuck you. He says, fuck you. Um, he threatens violence. And then, so <laughs> Mian Mian's over there and she's following them and she's crying really hard. Yeah, she's in shock. And Wei Wuxian's like, hey, hey, come on, stop crying. I'm, I'm the one who got barbecued. It's All right, like, You don't want me to cheer you up, do you? How about you? Why don't you cheer me up? Come on, come on. John Chun, come on, stop carrying me. It's not like my leg's broken. God. It's like, hear that, Lan Chan? Why won't you let me carry you, Lan Chan? Honestly. Like, and all they're all of the all of Mian Mian's little girlfriends are gathered together. And the realest bitches. They're the realest bitches. They're supporting her, and Lan mm-hmm. Wang Ji's like kind of watching them. <coughs> Zhang Chung's like, "Excuse me, where are you going?" And then Lan Wang Ji, Lan Wang Ji's brain reenacts the parabola video. It's time as for it the does. galaxy brain shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's time for his brain to turn into two weird blue aliens that exchange body parts with each other. And round in this Because <laughs> <laughs> he realizes that there are leaves in the water, and that can only mean that they came uh, down from the up part. Yeah, down from the river. Yeah. They got sucked into some kind of hole. Close to the edge, down by the river. Yes, the, um, the tortoise The tortoise has to be guarding it. Mm-hmm. Big Toto. Big turtle. It's inside of Toto House. Turtle House. <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, he kind of, or everybody kind of puts it together and they're like, oh, okay. Um, all of their brains converge into one really huge pulsating brain. Yes. And they realize that what they're going to have to do if they want to get to the, the hole in the water is somebody's going to have to distract Mr. Turtmeat um, while somebody while everybody else is able to uh, go down. And they... Is it Wei Wishan who decides that, like, Zhang Chang needs to go down to decide... Or to, to, to swim down to see where the, the hole is? I don't think it's... Says. He I just think John Chung yeah. just does it. Yeah. I think he just does it. For the first time in his life, he just fucking goes for it. Yeah, which... really. And so Wei Wushan like tosses a torch to distract the the Shuanwu, and Zhang Chung like dives into the water. And like, of course, the thing is instinctively attracted to like stuff that gives off light and heat, and so it and so it extends out to check that shit out while Zhang Chung is very silent and sneaky mm-hmm. about sneaking into the water and like as an aside i truly hate like how clever and resourceful these 16 year olds are <laughs> like the cleverest and most resourceful i got at 16 was shaving the side of my head with a razor because my side hair was getting really long <laughs> and i didn't want to pay for um a haircut and then and then when my head got cold i wrapped my whole head in a scarf like a 12-foot-long scarf. Oh, my God. I remember you Very doing comfy. that. I remember pictures of that. That was the only resourceful <laughs> and clever thing that I did when I was 16. So, fuck these kids. Well, you were never um, trapped in a death cave with a murder turtle, so... And I was never and I was never trained to be, like, an ultimate martial arts genius either, <laughs> yeah. so I guess that's fine. Yeah, that's the thing. Still a little salty about it, but... What are you gonna do? 
Um, so Lotus Pier, everybody knew how to swim really well. So yeah, John Chung is really, really good at just being sneaky with it. Mm-hmm. So he does it. He swims down and he manages to find the the hole. Um, Wei Wuxian, while he's like trying to distract the Xuan Wu, does some Full Metal Alchemist shit where he slaps his hands on the ground. <laughs> um, John Cheng pops up and he says, I found it. Um, and they go through this like rigmarole about like basically establishing a buddy system so all of the all of the Yunmeng boys can lead all of the the boys what can't swim yes down to the hole um John Chang is like aren't like you had better fucking come along are you not gonna come along and Wei Sean's like don't worry I'll get to it yeah. I'll get to it come on just go just go just go don't you worry <laughs> about blank let me worry about blank like really yeah fucking John Chung literally is like <laughs> what are you doing and I'm like what he does the best baby self-sacrifice <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what do you no that's not gonna stop him he's no he's no simple cat so <laughs> although Wei Sean does do some fat boy ass nonsense he does it right at the beginning when he, like, jumps onto the sleeping Xuanwu. Yeah, he's dumb. He- <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say that whenever my cat, whenever Fatboy, one of our cats, is eating something he shouldn't be, I will go, what are you eating? <laughs> and, until he, like, gets freaked out and runs away from the thing that he had been trying to eat. And it's very effective. I think Zhang Cheng should be doing that to Wei Wuxian. <laughs> Yes. The way what he, are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Until Wei Wuxian just like Wei Wuxian gets like so guilty that he's just he like, does guilty boy face. <laughs> he does guilty. Um, but they're so they're like um, all these all these kids are like diving into the water or whatever, and then suddenly somebody goes and shoots Wei Wuxian in the arm with an arrow. Just normal. It was that same lawn sect idiot that was mm-hmm. that was that Lan Wangji was glaring at before. Uh-huh. The absolute fail son. He had he had been trying to shoot the tortoise, but he realized that he wasn't going to be able to, and so he like faltered at the last minute. And of course it went into Wei Wushan's arm, and this pisses Wei Wushan off. He's like, get the fuck out of here! I'm working here! I'm working here! I'm working here! And then this bitch goes and just jumps in the water and swims the fuck off. Yeah, he was really expecting to redeem himself. Like a from, nasty little tadpole. From that nasty move that he pulled earlier, but he really, the egg is on his face, so he gets the hell out of there. God damn. It's just the bitchest move. Absolutely. The dickest it sucks, it's, it's some It's some little wrinkly testicle <laughs> shit. <laughs> wrinkly ass <laughs> bitch. He's a wrinkly bitch. Um, um, and so... <laughs> Zhang Chung yells at Wei Wushan to, you know, get get going, come on over, and Wei Wushan's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, come on, just give it a minute. I will. I'm on it. I'm. I. You. You do you. I'm gonna do me. And Zhang Chung's got the last load of disciples with him, and Wei Wushan pulls the arrow out of his arm, and then he's like, fuck. This is all bloody. That's gonna make the tortoise go nuts. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold. The tortoise does go nuts. It just, it says its neck suddenly grew in length faster than ever. And I'm just imagining like a spring loaded extendo neck, like, (laughs) you know, slinky neck ass bitch. Like a trombone. God. (laughs) Yeah, it's shark rules. So, um, uh, Wan Wangji comes up 
and shoves Wei Wuxian out of the way, and then the Xuanwu bites Lan Wangji's leg. He gets his leg chomped on, yeah. Yeah, he gets his leg um, chomped on. Not chomped off, just chomped on, just and then he gets on. dragged. And that's very interesting, because the Xuanwu could easily chomp his leg off, but he doesn't like he doesn't like broken prey, apparently. Yeah, so he, he does. <laughs> he keeps him kept gently between his teeth. I mean, obviously, the leg is not going to be okay after this. It wasn't okay to begin with. Just saying. But Lan Wangji didn't even like. He frowned a little bit when it happened, but nothing else. <laughs> Other just, than that, he was just fucking vibing, just calmly He's like, frowning mm-hmm. while he. <laughs> While he receives, like, unfixable permanent damage to his leg. Yeah, it's a fucking normal. God. Just a Tuesday. Just a Tuesday. But, I mean, I guess he, you know, that's how it is because this thing's not going to eat him. He's not going to get bored. He's saved by this bitch being a picky eater. Absolutely. So, so Wei Wushan sees this and immediately the adrenaline rushes yeah. through his body because he wants to save his, his I mean, his friend, Lan Wangji. <laughs> he goes... Absolutely nutty with it. He goes Hulk mode. Um, it says it's superhuman strength that exploded within him. And I know this is just adrenaline, yeah. but I like the way it was described. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like a flirty superhero. <laughs> just saving his man. He I does like it. he does like funny Popeye moves where he like flexes and his muscles go into his hands and then back up to his biceps. Absolutely. <laughs> and so he climbs up and he starts trying to pry the Shuanwu's teeth apart. It's Tr- trying to pry his jaws apart, basically, yeah. to get Lan Wangji's leg out of there. And like, to be fair, he kind of does, but also like Damn, what if Wangji got a peg leg, though? What if Wangji had peg leg? What if Wangji had peg leg? That kind of rules. Pegji? So, <laughs> fucking, he's, he's, he's exerting a lot of effort, and he's explained as, uh, he forced strength into his arms as though his life depended on it, the vein at his forehead protruding so much that it seemed to be on the verge of bursting. His face was blood red. And I'm like, stop, it just sounds like he looks yeah. like he's holding in a fart.jpg, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> God. What a, wow, what a wonderfully unattractive way to describe him. You hate it. Uh, you hate to see it. <laughs> but um, but Long, Lan Wangji manages to like he he just kind of gets plopped out. Yeah, Wei Wushan manages to force those jaws open enough for Lan Wangji to kind of uh, roll himself away. Yeah. And he falls on the ground, and then uh, Wei Wuxian, like, falls out, too. Because uh, as soon as, like, as soon as Wangji falls out, he he, he loses his his boost. <laughs> his, yeah. yeah. His three terms, or his, his three turns spent in Dynamax ended. God. So now he shrinks back to normal size. And he falls down, and Lun Wangji looks at him and is like, it's you? And Wei Wuxian is like, yeah! <laughs> Are you, pleasant, are you pleasantly surprised? It's me. And Lan Wangji's like, how How could any of this be considered pleasant? <laughs> the fuck you talking about this pleasant? And that sounds like a diversion to me. To me. But uh, Wei Wuxian's still, you know, running his fucking mouth. He's these, like, these oh, These are fucking bantering. He's like, he's just saying some bullshit. I'm like, save the levity for later. Honestly. Please, baby. Like, there are more important things to worry about right now. This bitch has no fucking motto other than, you know what? Now isn't the time. So I'm gonna make now the time. (laughs) 
Um, so... Now is always the time. Now is always the time. There's no such thing as not the time. And so they run the hell away. They're, they're getting... They got very far away from the Shuanwu, and, and Wei Wuxian finally stops to rest, and his first thought, the first thing he thinks of once he reaches safety, is Lan Wangji, and whether his injuries had worsened. Yeah. His, he doesn't think about anything else. His very first and most heterosexual thought... Yeah, it's normal and straight. Yep. So then we move to chapter 54. Chapter 54. Um, so they're kind of like hiding, I guess. They're like far enough away from the pool that they're basically safe. Yeah, that net can't reach uh, yeah. where it they can are, only, so. Yeah, it can only reach but so far. I mean, stretch Armstrong, you can only stretch so far before he erupts into uh, corn syrup. Exactly. So, yeah. Um so they're they're kind of going over their injuries, and Wei Wuxian says, "Hey, can I use your chastity ribbon? Yeah. It'll be a good tourniquet." Um, and he, he he's just super casual about yeah, it. Yeah, because he doesn't know yet, so he yoinks it. Yeah, he just MacGyver's some triage care. <laughs> and Lan Wangji is like so stunned by this that he doesn't have the time to react. And Wei Wuxian fucking says, uh, "No matter how much you like the forehead ribbon, it can't be more important than your leg, can it?" Listen, I know it's your favorite. <laughs> But your leg is about to gangrene itself off of your goddamn body. So we're going to take, we're going to let your favorite forehead ribbon take a backseat to one of your limbs. <laughs> and and from Lan Wangji's point of view, he's having to decide between his, like, eternal purity and virginity and his leg. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty, t- that's like, that's like, what is that, a Sophie's Choice? Yeah, that's a rough one. <laughs> That's a rough one. Do it's I keep pretty. do I keep my leg? Or do I or do I my, save myself for marriage? Do I keep my cool your do I keep my cool true virginity? It's a real toss-up. <laughs> Jesus fucking God. Christ. So so uh And so he I mean the forehead ribbon eventually loses. Uh he he remembers Wei Wushan remembers that he has the thingy from Yan Myan. Yeah, the thingy. You know that thingy full of medicinal plants that he begged for. It's her it's her bag of herbs. It's her bag of herbs. And you know, he's like he's like, Alright, come on, Lan John, sit up, look through here and see if there's anything useful because right. he did the heavy lifting of getting the sachet thrown at him. Yeah. So now he's just gonna let Lan Wangji do the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Which right. is finding what stuff is actually going to be useful to like save his life or right. whatever. It's her medicinal herbs. <laughs> her medicinal herbs. It's her medicinal herbs. They just rubbed a... He's just rubbing a funny weed on his leg injury. <laughs> <coughs> and he opens it up and there's rolling papers. Absolutely. It's where she keeps her stash. <laughs> but they eventually find some stuff that can, that can help. Stupid. And, and Lan Wangji says, It's time for me to be petty. God. This is so fucking funny. So Wei Wuxian busts these these herbs out. He's like, oh, they're actually useful. I'll have to, I'll have to thank her properly when we get back there. And Long Wangji says, you mean harass her properly. He's so fucking mad. Wei Wuxian's like, what? I mean, I am too handsome to be considered a harasser, all right? If somebody like Wen Chao does it, that's harassment. But when I do it, it's me hashtag respecting women in my own unique way. Okay, let's I get hate that this. It's the bad optics. Bad Lan, optics. Lan, Wei Wuxian. and and Wei Wuxian's like, all right, so take your clothes off. <laughs> Lan Wangji's like, excuse me. <laughs> 
And, uh, Wait, Wushana's like, take your clothes off, baby. What do you think this is? <laughs> I t- and I totally would have fallen in love with him in this cave here, too. Fucking Romeo Casanova <laughs> over here. Strip. Svengali ass. Just strip. the moves, strip. Take him off. Um, and Lon Marquis is fucking scandalized. The face of a man scandalized. He has been thoroughly baba buoyed. He's been thoroughly baba buoyed. And why was Sean's like, the, uh, the face of a man baba buoyed. <laughs> He gets baba buoyed. Wei Wuxian's like, all right, bet. So he starts ripping Lan Wangji's clothes off himself. He sees that Lan Wangji is being scandalized, and he's like, all right, if he wants to feel scandalized, I'll give him something to feel scandalized about. And he's like, what do I want to do? We're the only ones here. I'm making it obvious. What do you think I want to do? Why does he insist on being like that? Why is he like this? Why is he, why is he like this? Why is he like this? <laughs> Um, then we get a line about, you know, how he's, he's got a twinks form, um, and Lan Wangji, like, can't look at him for too long without, like, trying to hide a boner, basically. <laughs> it's pretty much, it, it describes his form quite, uh, lovingly. Lovingly. Um, um, and he's just, Lan Wangji's <laughs> having a tough time. I'm imagining this all from Lan Wangji's point of view, like, these next few paragraphs, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, that that definitely awakens something to me too. I'd I'd, I'd fight and or die for that. Yeah, most likely. Th- this is why this novel couldn't be written in Lan Wangji's perspective because this scene would just be like for him. This part, at least, of this scene would just be a key smash. Incredibly, so. it would just be him going. God damn it, weighing. Um, <laughs> and and then Wei Wuxian's like, all right, time to get those pants off. Pants on. And Lan Wangji is. so so incensed he is so furious he's so offended that he actually coughs up a mouthful of blood listeners do you ever get so mad that you yarts blood constantly constantly (laughs) daily see this is the shit that makes like sometimes i'll see people being like thinking about their head cannons and talking about i think x character was lon wangji's gay awakening because it would make sense and blah 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 it's like did you not read the novel? Did you not see that, like, one entire huge point of it is that Wei Wuxian was his gay awakening and he had no idea how to fucking handle it because his sect never prepared him for that? Well, I'm sorry to say it, but some fans uh, and people who have read this book, I should say, have not really prioritized reading comprehension. Some people who have read this novel are wrong. So... Wei Wuxian says, okay, good. That means I've been annoying enough that all of your bad blood has come out. Literally using his annoying powers for good. I want to do this, but for mental illness. Right? (laughs) I wish somebody could fucking irritate the depression out of me. Bug depression for my ass. I want the bad brain blood out of my body, please. (laughs) I just want to yarts my depression out. Can I please? And so Lan Wangji actually does start to feel a little bit better after that. And he's like, oh, god damn it. (laughs) I just cannot believe that Wei Wuxian is so annoying that he can use it medicinally. It's incredible. Yeah, that's really very powerful. And Lan Wangji's like, okay, it worked, but like, can you not, please? (laughs) I mean, yes, it was excessive. But would you have expect any, expected anything less from Wei Ying? Like, he, really? No court would convict him. No court would convict He's him. He's just like this. And then Wei Wuxian, famous last words, says, 
Well, you know what? It's good that you puked. It just gets the nasty shit out. Don't worry about me. No homo. Like, L-O-fucking-L. He literally says, I don't like men. I'm LMFAOing my ass off. I won't take advantage of you. I don't like men. I'm like, all right, just put a put a put a mark in that. Put a buddy. pin in that. Put We're gonna revisit that. that. You're gonna revisit that later by yourself, very late at night with Sean. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Lana Wangi's mad, and then Wei Sean's like, okay, okay, you're being you're being grumpy, you're cranky. I see how it is. He's cranky today. Um, uh, and uh, they sit there for another minute, and. Uh, it gets a little bit cold. Yeah, so. it gets a little cold, and it also gets a little bit quiet. And then Lan Wangji took some of takes some of the herbs from the the thing, and he just shoves them onto Weibushan's chest. He just goes, "Yeah, Bleh. oh, <laughs> sorry, right on the titty, right on the titty." Sorry, I didn't move. right after <laughs> we just, talked about getting punched in the titty. I know that was very firm. I'm sorry. That was that was right on the titty breast. I apologize. That's okay. I don't know why I was trying to demonstrate that anyway. Nobody can see this. Uh, maybe they heard the light thump against <laughs> the, the titty breast. The gentle thump of a titty. The gentle thump of a titty. <laughs> um, I just I love that he just wants to return the favor that's been done to him, even when he's so fucked up. I know. Well, Wei Wushan isn't going to do it to himself. Of course not. He doesn't value himself enough for that. Yeah, you know I didn't have to do it to me. It literally says he had forgotten that there was a fresh wound on himself as well. I swear to God. He's like, oh, right, that whole thing. Oh, yeah, I got the shit burned out of me. And, uh, so Lan Wangji takes his hand away. And then, yeah, Wei Wushan immediately takes the herbs off and puts them on Lan Wangji's leg again. And he's like, come on, it's fine. I get hurt like this all the time, all right? And I just, I just go on with my life. It's fine. I'm vibing. And Lan Wangji's like, can you just, please, please, Please look out for yourself the tiniest bit. And Wei Wushan is like, nobody else was going to do it. I have no choice but to treat myself like shit. <laughs> I gotta respect the women. Like, it really sucks because I didn't know that Wang Lingjiao was going to pull that nasty shit. She almost she almost got Miam Yuan's eye. And Miam Yuan is so beautiful. All right. She's just so beautiful that, like, if she was blind in one eye or, like, she had some kind of disfigurement, that would fuck her up for life. I can't do that to her. And, and Lan Wangji's like, the thing on your body's going to fuck you up for life, too. Yeah, this is the most, this is the, ooh, this, this is where we get a hint of his kind of, one of the, one of the guiding principles about kind of how he feels yeah. about Wei Wishan, because he says, the thing on your body right now will not be able to come off for the rest of your life either. So he's like, he he realizes that Wei Wushan doesn't see his own value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he's like, he want he wants him to recognize that he has intrinsic value. And Wei Wushan at this point is just not even. He's not in any kind of mental state. To even entertain that. Yeah, he hasn't so, gotten to that point in his yeah. life. He's literally just like, oh, Lan Wangji, you forget that I have no real self-worth and therefore no <laughs> sense of self-preservation. Bold of you to assume I have any sense of self-worth. He's like, what is a man without a few wounds and scars? I got to look badass, baby. I protected a lady. I protected this is a my lady. mark of this is my women respecting mark. Oh my god. And Lan Wangji once again just kind of lapses back into petty mode he's like yeah well she's not gonna be able to forget you ever it's i fucking swear to god 
And and Wayward Sean's like, ugh. He's like, what is your problem? What did I do to you? Dude. uh, He's like, calm down. What the fuck? And, um, so they kind of get awkward again. And, um, Wayward Sean's like, all right, fine, fine, whatever. I'm moving. I get it. You hate me. (laughs) Whatever. Don't push me again. Because Lan Wangji had pushed him. Yeah. Because he had said, uh, damn, he had said... Wait, oh, Sean yeah. had said something about his dad. He's he said like, this would uh, this would have I done something to you? This would be this would be enough revenge to pay for killing your father. Don't go there right now. Don't fucking go We're there. We're not going right right now. there right now. But um so so it gets kind of quiet for for a little bit and Wayward eventually it's been probably I'm thinking something like 14 seconds so he needs to say something again. <laughs> yeah. Um and he's like you got such a weird attitude today. What are, why are your vibes so weird? And Lan Wangji uh says the line of uh in in reference to Wei Wushan possibly flirting with Mian Mian. If you do not have those intentions, then do not flirt with others. You are doing as you please, yet others will be in turmoil. I wonder who he could be talking about. I wonder who he's talking about. I wonder if it's not just Mian Mian that he's talking about. And, I'm just thinking about it. And this is where Wei Wushan's brain becomes so fucking big. He's like, well, I mean, you're not the one I'm flirting with, so like, you wouldn't be in turmoil either unless... And Lan Wangji's like, unless what? Unless what? N- unless what? Wei Wishan says truly some of the dumbest shit he has ever said. He says, unless Lan John, you like Mian Mian. Can I say one thing about this bit? <laughs> I will give the untamed one fucking thing for casting Wang Yibo. And it's that when they do this scene, the fucking face he makes is so goddamn funny to me. He's like, how dare you assume I am heterosexual? He fucking goes, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Huh? How stupid do you have to be? And he literally says, don't, please do not speak nonsense. <laughs> Talking <laughs> some says, dumb shit. Wait, Wushan says, all right, I'll speak one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Lan Wangji says, are you, are you having fun with this shit? Are you? Wei Wushan's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, my words are as much a trifle as my moves are, which means not at all. You don't know about the genius brain behind (laughs) these clownish features. (laughs) Becoming the Joker in my mind. And And Lan Wangji's like, why am I sitting here having such a useless conversation with you? You know why. (laughs) And you know why. Wei Wushan says some more shit. He's like, well, it's just us here. Not much else we can do. And Lan Wangji. (laughs) Fucking no, because like Lan Wangji's a captive audience, which is all Wei Wushan has ever wanted. Yep. And Lan Wangji looks at him and bites him. Yeah, he's had about (laughs) enough. He is fucking feral. He bites him because he knows that pushing him will actually hurt him. Yeah. He can't get up and do anything else to him. So he has the option of basically just biting him. Yeah. So he bites him. And Wei Wushan acts like this is the worst kind of offense that has ever been enacted upon him. (laughs) As he does with any kind of small inconvenience. Absolutely. So Lan Wangji bites him like a dog. (laughs) Wei Wushan freaks out. Uh, but he just does not want to let go. He He's doesn't like, let stop, go. Stop, stop, I'll go away. He says, stop you're a dog, you're a dog. You hurt so much, one shot, please. 
It's the lost art of locking your teeth onto your opponent and releasing some pent-up anger with a little bitey bite. Bitey bite. He <laughs> Wavishot says you're a dog, so I, I highlighted that line and says and said us. It is us. <laughs> and I said when Lon Wangji had finally finished his fit and felt <laughs> satisfied. It's so fucking good. Wavishot like retreat. He like scuttles away <laughs> like a hermit crab like a raccoon and lan wangji's lan wangji's over it he's fine like he this is thing air. you know this whole thing is almost like drunk lan wangji like 2.5 except he's just delirious from his fucked up leg this is so fucking funny it's so good to me god so he fixes he like fixes his hair and clothes and stuff and he like tries to act like <laughs> nothing had ever happened and way was shown is over there thinking like why did he do that? I was nice to him. I saved him. Am I really that annoying? And then Lon Wangji says thanks, and he says thanks, and then shit's normal again. Because they're <laughs> fucking idiots. God, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. He's so stupid. So then, Wei, but then Wei Wushan is like, please don't tell me thanks. Especially, I, I, I don't like hearing thanks, especially when it's from somebody like you. Put a big old pin in that. An extremely handsome, talented man. I can't handle a thanks from you. Thank you. uh, From a much higher social status than I am. Absolutely much higher social status. And, um... Let's not even mention that. Holy fuck. Yeah, and Lan Wangji's like... Relax. It's not... He says, Sine Pod Deep. Like... (laughs) I wouldn't even, do you really think I would be able to kneel and worship you right now? And he has a point, like. <laughs> he was, got that busted leg. Was, was Lon Wangji just going to, like, com- lie completely flat on his face so as to avoid fucking with the leg or just, like, completely, like, stretched out? <laughs> just planking to show my like, respect. Muffling his muffling his praise into the floor. <laughs> he, does the, he does the Luigi falling over thing. God! <laughs> um... And then, and then the next line is, it seemed that he was finally back to normal. <laughs> so Yeah, so, just completely emotionless again. It's fine. God. So, uh, so they settle down and then they start like, they, they're, uh, they put their brains together. Their brains turn into two little claymation puppet men's <laughs> and, uh, they go on a little adventure together, uh, becoming Maynard in my mind. And... <laughs> And um, they start kind of being like, "All right, we got to figure out what we're doing here. Um, <clears throat> it's gonna, it's gonna take." They do like a big math problem of like, "Well, it's, if it takes Chongcheng and the others one or two days to go down the mountain, or this long to get up the mountain, and it takes the Wensec this long to go that way, and blah blah blah." Um, you know, we got to figure out how long we're gonna be down here. And um, but then it kind of just turns into, "Well, what, what is this thing we're dealing with? What is Turk?" They talk about. Maybe it's that maybe divine creature, that little thing thing, you know that Shuan Wu. The Shuan Wu. And it was also known it's all it's also known as the Nether Shuan Wu. It's it's definitely exactly what they were thinking. It's a combination of a turtle and a snake. And the nether nether means north in this instance, which I guess it always means north, but I had no idea. Neither did I. Uh, it it's, says since the nether was also in the north, which does not make sense to me, but, you know, I'm not even going to question it. It's the neither Shuanwu, and it bothers Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's the god of the northern sky. <coughs> but uh, Wei Wushan's like, how can a divine beast look like this? And he's like, 
showing off the teeth. Yeah. He sure as shit did not need to demonstrate that, but I'm real glad he did. It's good. And he's like, but he eats people. He doesn't really seem like a god. Yeah. And Manji's like, no, I think it's not a real divine Swan Wu. I think it got uh, fucked up mm-hmm. on its path to becoming a god. So it's a Yao now. Yep. And it's deformed. Like, he used to be a god, but now he's just some some OP fucked up guy. Yeah. I honestly think this was a Coldplay song. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land in a cave and turn into a hell man. That's the lesson of these chapters. That's fucking it. Um, so yeah, like, he, he, like, tried to, I guess, it, it was it was gonna become a god, but accidentally, oops, uh, and now it's the sitcom of Schwanwu's. Yeah, um, and it, it's and Lan Wangju said it is known that 400 years ago a fake Schwanwu came out and uh, fucked Chishan up. Yep. And they called it the Schwanwu slaughter and it killed a bunch of people. And Wei Wushan's like, <laughs> did Wen Chao really lead us to hunt the Schwanwu of slaughter? This bitch Wen Chao thought he could come down here and get 62 little meat shields to help him defeat... What could have been a god? Normal. I Normal. think, I, yeah, totally, totally doable. Normal spelled N-O-R-M-L-E. And Lon Wanji's like, yeah, it looks bigger than what, uh, than what the text said, but, uh, should be it. Yeah, yeah he looks, yeah, he, he's, he looks bigger in person. Um. Wait, we Sean's like, didn't they kill it back then? Lon uh, Wanji's like, nope. no. No, he was taking a little naply nap. They got ready to kill it, but uh, it snowed really hard, so uh, he disappeared. Yeah. So they never really saw it yeah, until he, now. There was, it was Fat Schwanwu week for a while. Yeah, Fat Schwanwu <laughs> week. And Wei Wushan's like, it was hibernating. And I just, I love when a chapter ends and you can 100% hear the dramatic Yeah, music. there's like a big swell of violins, and then the OP, or the ED comes in. <laughs> um, or more like chapter 55 comes in. Because now we're on that one. swings right in. You don't even need to worry about that cliffhanger, friends. We've got you today. And it starts with a way with Sean asking, but even if it was hibernating, it didn't need to sleep for 400 years, did it? Like, no, but he wanted to. Let him have this he one thing. He wanted to. Let him Let take him a little relax. nappy nap. It's not that hard. He had a really big couple of decades. It was a, he had a, he had a big day. He was very tired. And Lamanji's Lon- yeah. like, yeah, boy likes to eat. Yeah. And Wei Wishan says, oh, so it overate. To fucking... Just by a couple tens of thousands, yeah. Just a couple of tens of thousands. Just a couple of... Jesus, <clears throat> fuck. But yeah, it was like, literally Fat Schwan week because it, it just was ate a ton. <laughs> it ate a ton. It wandered around, did nothing but eat. It hoarded too much food into its shell. So that it could savor it. And then it it still hasn't really digested everything yeah, to this just, day. He took a little naply nap, and that's where he is to this day, until just now, when he woke up with some leaves on his head. <sighs> <laughs> And Wei Wushan's like, hey, how long can you last without eating or drinking? I should be pretty good, but after three or four days, I think we'll probably die. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's, like, some behind-the-scenes more brain math about, like, um, how long it would take, or which which sects are, like, the closest and uh, 
Jung and Lon are closest. Um, <sighs> so, Sorry. Here's the thing. Jung Chung is quote unquote quite clever. Yeah. So he'll probably show up first. He's quite clever. The wind sets people won't stop him. There's nothing to worry about. And so I'm, I'm a very pleading emoji yeah. face at Wei Wushan's faith in Jung Chung. Yeah, I love when he compliments the boy. I know. He believes in him so much. He loves him, brother. And some other people that Wei Wushan believed in were the Lon sect, but uh, Lon Wangji is quick to correct him. Yeah, here's the thing about the lawn sec they're like mm, they're going through it they're going through it the cloud recesses has been burnt down way Wushan's like but you know it's your dad your brother's still there and uh, he gets kind of morose he gets really morose and he says look my dad's my dad's dying nobody knows where my brother is can someone please hug this boy i will please. give him the biggest hug and way Wushan's like oh shit Oops. Uh, and like, Wei Wushan really hadn't been anticipating. They said that like, Daddy Lon had some injuries, but he didn't anticipate them being that bad. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh God!" And he feels like shit. He's like, "Is it too late for me to take back that dad joke?" Ooh, and I he feel really, like a big old jerk. He he feels like a total jerk. He feels <laughs> a sense of awkwardness and doesn't know what to say. Like this is verifiably the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. When you make some kind of joke or you say something oh and God. then later you find out that it was the exact wrong kind uh, yeah. of thing to say. Holy too soon. Fuck. I oh my god. It's too real. Um, it's way too real. So we kind of we get a little bit about how uh sec leader Lon had been doing his he had been in meditation jail. Yeah. So um <laughs> minding nothing out of his own world. Um but he's still dead. Dad's he's still, still dad, and he's still dead. He's st- he's dying. <laughs> dad, dad on deathbed, and uh, Shi Chen is missing. Dad on deathbed. Stop. Shi Chen missing. Don't do this, Ray. You're fucking welcome. It's what my brain does automatically with anything with that syllable set. Yeah. But um, but um, Wei is like, oh, no wonder he's cranky. Yeah, he's cranky. And then, you know, it goes from cranky to cryy. Yeah, and Wei Wushan's like, oh, ooh. Oh, ooh. he feels so fucking bad. And he, like, he feels bad to even be, like, watching Lan Wangji cry mm-hmm. because he's one of those dudes where, like, watching him cry feels like some kind of violation. Yeah, it feels too intimate. Like a sin. Yeah, like I shouldn't be seeing this. Like this is this is too private a moment. Um, right. It's it's kind of some toxic masculinity shit because it's like I can't watch a dude cry. That's too weird. Yeah. Um but it's also like at the same time combined with the the last ooh shit I said the exact wrong thing. It's very much it's very much relatable teen things. Oh yeah, he just <laughs> he just doesn't know what to say at all. Yeah, and like I'm glad he doesn't say anything because I think he'd get a hole punched in him if he just went. Yeah, hang in there, man. Yeah, keep 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 it up, in. buddy. Hey, here's here's a poster of a kitten hanging onto a branch and it says, "Hang in there, baby." And so. <laughs> He waits a decent amount of time to say anything. Um, he and he goes, uh, Lan Chan. And Lan Wang Chi just goes, shut up. Like, woo. Okay. Ooh. It says, Wei Wushan, shut up. Damn. So then Lan Wang Chi's like, Wei Ying, you fucking suck. Yeah. And Wei Wushan's like, oh. Oh, okay. Like, oh. fine. 
Uh, so and I mean I understand the boy who cried wolf or whatever, but he really was just trying to help here. Mm-hmm. Shit. I like, know. Oh my god. And so Wei Wishan just shuts up. Both of does. them poor baby boy. Both of them poor baby boy. And Wei Wishan is like, man. This fucking sucks. I'll, I'll I'll give him some space, but before he or well, uh, he does that for a little while. He gives him some space, and then he's like, "Hey, not trying to get on your nerves. I'm I on God. I am not trying to be me here." But your your clothes are dry, man. Yeah. Do you want your if you, you want, want your you want your undies back? Your me undies? They're over here hanging. I'm gonna hang on to your nasty robe though because I'm cold and you're not gonna want to wear this. <coughs> he says, don't worry about being Dirt Boy, I'm Dirt Boy. Don't worry about being Dirt Boy. I'm Dirt Boy, you take I'm those clean boy. clothes, man. I will wear the Dirt Boy robe. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it never would have been suitable for Lon Wanji to wear. <laughs> Not for that beautiful boy. Not for that beautiful boy. Not for boy. that perfect, that perfect biscuit of a boy. <laughs> um, so that that perfect is- buttermilk biscuit of a boy. <laughs> Beautiful buttermilk biscuit boy. So they're they're out there for three entire days, and, they and the know only this. way, yeah. the only way they know it's three days is because Lon Wanji's a fucking freak. <laughs> it literally calls it says the creepy sleep pattern of the Lon sex people. He's a freak. He's a freak. Like, and I, I mean, I for one would not complain about having a personal human alarm clock. God. <laughs> Do you, do you think that the lawns can kind of tell time based off of how sleepy they are? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think that's their, like, personal internal clock? Yeah. I think it's, like, absolutely 100% accurate all the time. Yeah. It's like somebody comes up to them and they're like, they're like uh, Hong Kong June, what time is it? And he closes his eyes, gauges his sleepiness. He's like, it's 3.36 p.m. <laughs> and he's exactly correct every yep. single time. Um. Uh, so that's how they're, that's how they're able to tell time. They just kind of, they just kind of rest and take it easy for a while. Yeah. It seems like. London settles down a little bit. Yeah. And it seems like his, his leg isn't getting worse. So, so that's good enough. Um, Weibushan is like staying out of his way because he probably still feels shitty. And he's like, I'm just, dude, dude needs a minute. My man needs, needs a, minute. a minute, so... He pretends, he pretends that Wong <coughs> Wangji didn't freak out at all, and that's probably the greatest kindness that Wei Ying could have done yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, while while they were chilling, they kind of scouted around the pool, they were checking out the Xuan Wu, and they initially heard some chewing, and then it kind of s- morphed into, like, snores. He's snoring! Like He's in, sleepy and snoring! When, when they say chewing noises involuntarily, all I could think of were, the, like, the deathbed crunchy eating God. sounds. Even though the deathbed was shown to dissolve its victims and not chew them whatsoever, and yet it still crunched? Like pretzel crunch. Remember how there were shots of, like bed gut juice and people's like parts and food floating around in it yes that's exactly what i was gonna say God. like what how how does that translate to a crunch how in the world does that translate to a crunch i don't understand <laughs> i hate it so much and it's remember, all i could think of. it's a it's all i could hear in my brain when i read this remember when the dude sticks his hand in and he pulls it out and he just says it's like just a skeleton. <laughs> and he just looks at it like oh guess my hand's a skeleton hand and now he just chose there with it for like the rest of the movie, he just has a skeleton hand. Remember the scene where the lady takes 
to like try to climb away from it and then she finally gets there but then like a bed tentacle comes out and pulls her back in I, that was the most excruciating, oh my like, several-minute period of my entire life. What kind of fucking... Mo- we're talking about... Jesus. We're talking about Deathbed, the bed that eats people. I think it's just called Deathbed, the bed that eats I think Yeah, it is Deathbed, the it's bed that death eats. It's Deathbed, the bed that eats. What year did Deathbed... Deathbed... Like the, the 70s, I'm pretty sure. Deathbed, eats. 1977. What a fucking demon of a bad movie <laughs> it's about um a bed that um sucks you into it and like what like i said it just dissolves you it okay so it's not just that it's it's a demon okay so i'm gonna read the plot oh yeah remember this shit oh you, my god they the came plot up with summary, a whole thing about this it. is fucking insane the plot summary from wikipedia long ago a demon fell in love with a woman and conjured up a bed on which to make love to her the woman died during the act and in his grief <laughs> the demon wept tears of blood which fell onto the bed and caused it to come to life while the demon rests the bed's evil is contained but once every 10 years the demon wakes giving the bed the power to physically eat human beings only one man the artist identified as aubrey beard was spared as the bed condemned him to immortality behind a painting where he must forever witness the bed taking <laughs> victims. The bed passed from owner to owner until the present day. <laughs> I swear <coughs> to motherfucking God. It was absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Fear baiting episode from a while back that Fallon was on covers this. We did cover Deathbed the Bed That Eats. Go listen to that fear baiting episode instead of actually watching Deathbed the Bed That Eats 1977 film. You don't need to give that film any of your time. I believe it is over two hours long and none of it is worth it. It's not. It's 77 minutes of... 70? Wait, it's only 77 minutes? It's 77 minutes long and it feels like 77 years long. It does. Oh my god, I can't 70, believe, I cannot believe it's 77 minutes long. An hour and 17 minutes that you're never going to get back. Can you believe? That sequence of her crawling f- away from the bed alone was at least 45 minutes. I swear to god. It's like that one time, it's like when I fucking, it gives me the same exact sense of time dilation as when I took that edible at the Rush concert with my friend Nathan. <laughs> And it didn't kick in until, like, right before the encore when they played, like, a deleted scene from I Love You, Man. (laughs) Remember that movie? Yeah. With Paul Rudd where they were super into Rush? Yeah, and they did funny slap at a bass. They did funny slap at a bass. And they, like, like, snuck into the backstage and, like, ate Neil Peart's sandwich or something. And I remember that single, like, I swear to God, it it couldn't have been longer than a ten-minute scene. It was hours that i was sitting there i was sitting there for fucking hours and then the encore afterwards hours (laughs) hours and then i was in the car and i had just like we're not even gonna go into it oh my god the the strangest shit god damn oh my god Um, deathbed the bed that eats is like prime material for an extra at the end of this novel. One of the bonus chapters. That's true. It's like a bed that's turned into a, like a, a, it's not, it's a yow, right? Yeah, it's a yow. It's a yow bed. It's a yow bed. (laughs) Bed yow. Bed yow. (laughs) 
listeners, somebody take me up on this. Write the fic where they have to go and do cultivator shit on deathbed. The bed that eats. It's a case fic. It's It's a a case case fic for for deathbed. Deathbed case fic. Nineteen seventy-seven. George Berry. Oh my fucking god! So okay, they, what the fuck they, are we talking about? So Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji are getting ready to lure old boy out of the water. They get together all of the weapons and shit. This is the fourth day, so they're kind of running out of time. They're running out of energy. Yeah, fourth day, dawn of the. Um, Wangji picks up a bow. Um, he looks at it. He like he he gets the the bow string. And it's Wongi's time to do a funny MacGyver. Wongi's time to do a funny MacGyver. Wongi time to shine. It's Wongi time to shine. And also, if you aren't imagining this scene as like an inspiring, inspiringly scored montage, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> it's That's what it is. He does like the music for Mulan or whatever plays <laughs> as he like rips the strings off of all of these bows and like turns himself, he gets himself a, a good old, a good old chord. Oh, real quick before we get into this next bit, because the next bit's important and I don't yeah. want to take away from it. There's a bit right before this where they're talking about, like, how they're going to go underwater or whatever. And it says, however, they could only roam underwater for 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes at a time. Only 30 minutes. What the fuck are you going to do with 30 minutes of underwater? What, what, what would you even do with five minutes of underwater? Only 30 minutes? Only 30 minutes. This, Are you some this kind is of some baby? bullshit. Ridiculous. Some kind of child? Christ. You can only hold your breath for 30 minutes? What do you think this is? Preschool? God. So- <laughs> um, step your pussy up, boy. Jesus Christ. Um, step your pussy up. Step your pussy up. Um, um, so this is where we learn about the court assassination technique and also where we learn about Lan Yi. Yeah, and I doubt we'll ever see the court assassination again, so. Probably not. Um, so Lan Yi was the only female sect leader of the Lan sect, and she was a Gucci and cultivator. And, I mean, I just I just need to take my daily time to stand the queen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got a seven-string Gucci in that she can just take apart and mm-hmm. do whatever she wants with. And so she uses them kind of as, like, garrots, almost. Yeah, it's for for all of the two of you out there, presumably, that's a generous guess, who have also seen 2002 anime series Get Backers. It's some Kazuki shit, so. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, and Lan Yi uh, apparently also created the court assassination to assassinate dissidents. Uh, which, so that's uh, not great. I didn't mean to, like, more female drone pilots yeah. Lan Yi, but. Yeah. It's kind of a. More female drone pilots Literally. kind of situation. <laughs> um, and so the Gusu Lan sect is kind of like, yeah, she did that, but she did that. She did She did that, though. She did like, that, She though. did that. And, like, um, under, under these circumstances, they do got to hand it to Lan Yi, I guess. Yeah, and Lan Wangji uh, just says, as far as their strategy goes, <laughs> we got to let it bore us. Yep. Um, reach breach, through within. Reach through within, because the Turtish, the turtle, the Turtish, 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 Curtis, the Curtis, the Curtis shell. Uh, uh, it's not, it's not gonna be penetrable no. by anything. No. Um, and neither is the skin, quite honestly, unless mm-hmm. you really get into it. Yeah. Um. So they, they're, they're kind of at their peak right now. They figure it's now or never. So. They're just going to go ahead. They got to do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. And he's like, 
Well, I mean, why don't I go in there? Because your court assassination is going to be more useful if you're kind of out here <coughs> and we're not going to make you run on that nasty leg. And Lon Wong, she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Wei, Wei Wuxian, I know a part of him suggests this, not just because it's the best way to do this, probably, but it's also his ultimate dirt-rolling adventure. Yeah, he he's gonna go be in the sludge and the mud. He says, I get to be the nastiest and dirtiest I probably ever will be. Let's fucking go. Absolutely. And I, I really like the aesthetic of the big boy that we get a description of here. Yeah. He's, like, covered in moss and long, dark green algae. Yeah. Like a nasty, nasty little man. Nasty, stinky boy. And so he, Wei Wuxian swim very quiet. He swim very quiet. Down he has, by the head hole. He has some arrows and some iron rods, and he just kind of dips into the head hole. Because this this may not be how earth turtles work, but this is definitely how Xuan Wu of slaughter turtles work. Yep. He sneaks right in there. <coughs> and, uh... <laughs> And it is so tinky. <laughs> it tinky. It is so tinky. <laughs> he says it reminded Wei Wushan of a fat dead rat that he had seen beside one of Yunmeng's lakes. <laughs> he's like, what a hell of a place. A single one. <laughs> a single one. A um, single hill. And he's like, I'm glad I didn't let Lan John come here. He 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 would have freaked out. He's too much of a beautiful, clean, pure boy for this. Yeah, good thing I'm here to roll around in the dirtiest. Yeah, of but I'm a nasty little dirt goblin, so yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> Gentle snores came from the Xuanwu of Slaughter. He's just napping! He's taking a napply nap, and Wei Wuxian is walking around in this nasty shit that's just kind of makes up the interior of the Xuanwu. And um he he kinda like his hand kind of bumps into something and it's it's people hair. Um, of course it is. Like maybe sometimes great. he 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 really wanted to figure it out, but I'm like, sometimes it's better if you don't know what's in it. Like with fast food. Okay. Yeah. You don't, sometimes you really don't need to know what it is. I don't want to know anything about that. I'm just trying to enjoy a taco. But, um, so he, he, he kind of like looks around, I guess. And he's like, uh, he realizes that this substance that's all over the place is like the d- partially dissolved corpses of all of the people that the Shuanu has eaten. Yeah. Cause and he's finding like boots and limbs and shit yeah. everywhere. And the text calls it corpse sludge, which without irony or any kind of internet kink shaming, <laughs> just the absolute most heinous, disgusting, hideous pair of words ever committed to paper. 100%. I can't think of anything more repulsive it's repulsive it's fucking disgusting so the closer he gets the louder them snores get yeah and he's 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 trudging through that sludge (coughs) trudge through the sludge (laughs) he didn't care at all that he'd become even filthier and i i highlighted that and i said he really is fat boy he's so gross but i don't know why that's the line that he'll he'll do whatever it takes he doesn't care how nasty he gets yep He's he just, just needs to get what he needs. After crawling around for the past few days, he was already so grimy that it was painful to look at. As if that's news. Wei Wuxian being grimy and gross. Yeah, he's just disgusting. He's disgusting. He's disgusting. So he, he roams around some more, and it's just the sound of snores and just him walking through people's substance. And then he finds a fun sword. He finds a fun, nasty, rusty sword. It's it's dull and it's covered in rust, but he's got that ghost sword, baby. He's got that ghost haunted sword. Haunted blade. He, 
Haunted Blade. $150 on eBay. Blade's Haunted. Blade's Haunted. Remember like a week ago when I found a haunted piano on Craigslist? Yeah, I love that. We should have bought it. God, we should have bought it. I want to be friends with whoever was haunting it. Haunted piano. But so, but yeah, he like grabs the sword and it starts just screaming at him. Yeah, he. So what happens is he's got he's got his arrows and some iron rods, and the rods he's got them like on his back, and the rods like get stuck on something, and he tries to get what it is, and he finally manages to find it, and that's when he realizes that it's it's this nasty, rusty ancient looking ass sword and he's like oh good i could use a sword um and luckily luckily the sword is being illuminated by this nice orange glow yeah well as soon as he touches the sword that's when he just hears these horrible screams like thousands and thousands of people just screaming their lungs out directly into his ear and then we get like a looney tune scene because like you said there's this orange glow and he realizes Funny comedy, he's right behind me, isn't he? And he turns around, and there's the Schwanwu staring at him, and then there's a paragraph break, which I love, because it's like the beat where Weiwushan, like, leans against the corpse sludge wall and pulls out a carrot and says, what's up, Doc? (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) But the Schwanwu is awake, and he's mad. He's angry. That little face is there. Uh, Wei Wushan is standing right in front of those big old fangs. Yep. And that guy just roars. Yep. And uh, it's not a good time. It's not good. Wei Wushan takes the, the iron rods and he shoves them into the Xuanwu's mouth. Yes, he locks he locks the <coughs> upper and lower jaws. And uh, then he, like, s- just goes ahead and stabs a bunch of arrows into, like, the most delicate part of his skin, just going absolutely nutty with it. Oh, yeah. And desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate measures. He made sure to reinforce them so they were nice and thick and actually, like, did something to the Xuanwu. And uh, the Xuanwu is, like, really trying to force its mouth shut so the shit curves or whatever. Yeah. And (laughs) so, um, honestly, the Xuanwu is getting a little bit owned right now. Getting a little bit owned. It It was mad with pain, but I would also say that it's okay to say that it's also just mad in general. Like, it's it's really getting owned right now. It's really getting owned. It's like, really getting owned. It's, yeah, it's it's shrinking and turning into a corn cob. And Wei Wushan uh, was almost entirely submerged in the rancid limbs. Fucking hate that. Wave of mutilation. Wave of mutilation. (laughs) I mean, it's the perfect song for it. Dude, so much imagery in this chapter is just, like, extremely metal, though. I really love it. Like, this could be, like, a cannibal corpse song. Literally what I was going to say. This is some cannibal corpse-ass nonsense. Absolutely. So he's swimming against the current of corpse sludge. (laughs) And then he grabs onto the sword. George Corpse Grinder Fisher voice. Current of corpse sludge. Current of corpse sludge. And I'll tell you, that... that, Horrible, cursed, screaming sword saves his ass. It does. It saves his life. Um, because he grabs onto it, and he's he's able to kind of hold on to his position and not get washed away in the gigantic wave of corpse sludge. Yeah. And I would say, I feel like, and there's there's this one part where it says the internal organs of a, of hundred year old beasts like this one were usually capable of erosion. If one were to be swallowed, they'd melt into a wisp of smoke in an instant. And I was like, I was reading, it, I was like, this is the wet dream of a very specific kind of guy. 
Like, guy capitalized. Found a guy. Found a guy, it's y'all. It's the Shuanwu guy. It's the Shuanwu guy, y'all. <laughs> so, um, the guy shows up, but, uh, Wei Michon, like, he, like, jams the sword into, like, into the, the Shuanwu's mouth wall or something. Yeah, and I'll say one thing about Wei Wuxian, he's really good at annoying his opponents until he's yeah. able to, to gain some kind of upper hand. Because he does this, he got it while it was in the shell, and, I mean, it it's it's trying so hard to get out of the shell now that all of its all of its cute, delicate, soft flesh is, uh, is squeezing out, too, because mm-hmm. he's extending his body so hard. So Lan Wangji's there is the thing. Yeah, meanwhile. So, meanwhile, Lan Wangji gets them cords around the shit. Yeah, he's basically he's set up his cords like at the like entrance holes, the turtle holes. Yes, very strategic uh placement of yeah. his of his strings. One on each leg, one on the head, and one on I guess the tail. Yep, and he does a buong. He does a big buong. He does a big buong and it cuts into the Xuanwu for the first time. So he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. And the text also gets one final own in on the Xuanwu by saying it never had much intelligence to begin with. Just just no scoped in its final big paragraph of life. No mercy whatsoever for the Xuanwu. Brutal. Brutal. And then So he just keeps at it. I mean, y'all have seen this in the Donghua. He just keeps at it, keeps tightening those strings. He stays there for six hours. Yep. And it's just fucking incredible. And Wei Wuxian's in there stabbing at him for six hours, yep. too. That's some shit. Now, that we didn't get in the Donghua. We did not. We only we did got not get the six whole hours. Thing. Yeah. Six hours. Six it's hours. It's just fucking incredible to think about the conditions that they were in when yeah. they accomplished this. Yeah. To say nothing of the fact that they accomplished it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, kings? Kings? Boyfriend shit. Boyfriend shit. Um, so, six hours later, Xuanwu dead. Shuanwu dead. Uh, rip the and the pool is very thick with blood. It's gross. It's metal as fuck. It could be mistaken <laughs> for a pond from purgatory or from a very particular cave in Yiling in the next few years. Oh, I wonder if that's foreshadowing. I wonder. It if also that's looks like my hair when I wash my hair color out. That's true. Um, Lan Wangji falls into the water, or jumps into it, or whatever, and he goes towards the Shuanwu's head, which I guess has been severed or almost yeah. severed. Um, it's it's woof. It's woof. It's and woof. He, uh, Lan Wangji's like, Wee ye, wee ye. <laughs> and he 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 searches the head. He like opens its mouth up, and there's Wei Wushan inside. Him shrimp. There's there's little shrimpy boy. He's shrimp. There's the sword that he had been holding on to. Yep. Uh, his, and- <laughs> his entire body was curled up in the shape of a shrimp. <laughs> he's little shrimps. Uh, he's basically passed out. He had been so close to getting digested by that Shuanawu. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Lan Wangji pulls him out and the iron sword, that horrible hainted sword, uh, just kind of falls into the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lan Wangji goes, Wee! again. <laughs> he he cavemans Wei Wuxian over his shoulder. He cavesman Wei Wuxian over, over, he cavesmans. Cavesmans. <laughs> and he like. Somebody caves this mans. <laughs> and he, when he sets him back down, he's about to like. Touch his cheek. Yeah. And I'm sure he's a little salty that he didn't get to. Because yeah. Wei Wuxian, like, suddenly, like, jolts awake. He's like, oh, what's up? Yeah. Did we kill it? Is, is it dead? Did we do it? Lan Wangji's like, 
it is! And he's like really excited. Lon Wangji's arm tightened around his waist. I think yeah, that's really cute. It's good and cute. And Wei Shan's like, oh shit, fuck yeah, it's dead. Fuck yeah, cool, we it's dead. Are the champions. I, oh god, I remember it was, it was screaming and screaming and it rolled around and so let's, let's go, let's get the, on out. Wait, let's, let's get the hole. The hole, let's go to the hole. He's, we gotta he's get fucking out of the hole. rough. He is he beat is, the fuck he up. He is fucking delirious. And Lon Wangji's like, uh, Bro, are you good? Can you? Are, yeah, are you good? And Wei Wushan's like, I'm fine. Let's get the fuck out. And uh, they they like. Lon Wanji's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you with that. And Wei Wushan's like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. I got this. Um, so they like try to go down um to look for it, but like they they don't manage to find the hole. There's nothing, man. There's nothing. And Wei Wushan's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and it doesn't help that the water is literally almost opaque with blood. Yeah, that's a bit of a thing. But um, <sighs> they kind of they put their their sleepy little brains together and they're like, shit, the Shuanwu kicked around a whole bunch. Um, it probably covered up the hole in in doing that. We probably have no way out now. Isn't that wonderful? Fucking sucks. And Wei Wushan gets like legitimately mad which is like i think this i want to say this is like only maybe the maybe only the second time in the entire novel that he's gotten like legitimately fucking angry because i think the only other time i remember him doing this was like at some point back when they were dealing with shui yang i didn't he get mad yeah he did like at that point yeah he 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 can have little a mad as a treat. He does he does have little Amad occasionally and it's very fun to see. Because yeah. he's usually so affable, you know. I know, yeah, un- but he's unflappable. Yeah. But he's so fucking mad now, and he um which is which is unusual. I wonder if there's any tie between him being genuinely mad and him having contact with this nasty, horrible vibe sword that certainly isn't going to play into his future at all. Well, I wonder if that sword <coughs> might have really awful vibes that are rubbing off on him. I wonder. So he he's like, oh yeah, did you see that sword, Blanchon? Like, did, you didn't happen to see that, did you? And he's like, it, it sank. And Wavishon's like, uh, don't, all right, no, don't, don't worry about it then. And then we get like a paragraph about him being like, damn... You know, I wonder what was up with that thing. I really wanted to examine it because it seemed like it was maybe, maybe, uh, probably not anything I could turn into a into a WMD no, at some point. No, it just says tainted with the pain and resentment of <coughs> countless humans, both dead and alive, and had heard their screams. Like this is just another one of those things that I just think won't have any kind of relevance in the future. There's no way. That something like that could be made into some kind of ghost WMD. There's Absolutely no not. way that Wei Wushan would get to that point. No. And the, the fact that it's being brought up right now, I just think is completely... Um, it's irrelevant. It's, it's just, irrelevant. It's just like a nasty sword, whatever. So um, It's just it's just plot seasoning. Yeah, so Wei Wushan's like pacing, kind of. He's upset. And he then, really wanted to keep that sword. I know, and Lan Wangji's like following him, and then Wei Wushan just kind of, he his legs give out. And um, Wangji catches him. and He takes his temperature. He's like, you are so warm. Wei Wushan's like, oh, yeah, you're you're warm too. And Lan Wangji's like, that's because you can't. It's cold. <laughs> Wei Wushan's like, yeah, I think I might feel like shit. Like this poor, this poor boy. Just yeah. take a nap. Take a, please, take take a, take a nap, nap, please. It's, yeah, he he's. <laughs> and um, so like, I mean, so here's the thing. It's been five. It's been like four or five days. 
They've used up all of the herbs. Most of them went into Wangji's leg. He didn't clean his burn wound at all. Now he has a fever. That's infection shit. It says his injury had finally worsened. It's it's that it's really got the same energy as like people die when they're killed. <laughs> like what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? God. Oh my god. And then Wei Wushan in the most fucking grievous example of Wei Wushan being Jesus. Wei Wushan starts beating himself up about being sick. It's like, how can I get a fever so easily? <clears throat> I haven't gotten a fever in years. You also have never given yourself an infection through a burn wound, but... Just saying. Wangji, Lan Wangji didn't feel like expressing his opinion on the quote-unquote so easily part of his words. <laughs> I just told him to lie down. Like, I'm like, that's it. That's sneak it. some more, sneak some more Lanjan POV in there for me. <laughs> Won't you, won't you, Mo Shark Tong Shu, dear? <laughs> Feed me them crumbs. Won't you do that? Won't you do that for me, little crumbs? You will take. And so Wei Wushan is a good boy, and he lies down. This, the rest of this chapter is so good and funny. I know. Lan Wangji. <laughs> it's like Lan Wangji forcing Wei Wushan to not do anything, <laughs> and Wei Wushan going into baby gremlin mode. Yeah, Lan Wangji <laughs> babies him. He spoils him a little, and it's like, and it's like now. That Lan Wangji can finally return the favor. He is not about to let Wei Ying just dodge being cared about. Hell no. Lan Wangji's like, fuck you, bro. Let me <laughs> lovingly nurse you back to health or else. <laughs> and meanwhile, Wei Wushan, it's his turn to be drained of energy. But he's also, this is kind of his first taste of discovering his secret favorite mode, which is Pillow Princess Baby Gremlin mode. Yes, it's Pillow Princess Baby Gremlin mode. The floor is too hard for him. He wants to lie somewhere else. He wants to lie on a lap. Lamongi's like, no, come on. You're not a girl. It's fine. Lamongi's <laughs> like, you can just like sit in my lap. Because like... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, Lanchon's thighs are probably so muscular that they'd be, like, trying to use, like, granite as a pillow. Oh, but wait, didn't they actually, yeah, didn't they, they did. actually use rocks as pillows back then? So that would be, that would be a perfectly comfortable. Yeah, no, no, no fluffy, comfy mattresses in this world. It's all, like, wood and shit. They literally just sleep on rocks. That's great. <laughs> just sleeping on rocks. It's fine. It's fine. And, um, Rocks and wood. And they, they kind of, they go back and forth. And uh, Wei Wushan's like, I'm not joking. I I, I want to do sleepies. And you're so comfy, <coughs> come on. You're so comfy, Wanchan. He says, there's no, there isn't anyone who secretly, who doesn't secretly like me despite saying that I'm annoying. <laughs> Everybody loved me, Wanchan. Come on, didn't we, didn't we survive a, didn't we defy death together now? Come on, God. you don't even, you don't want to even give me your lap for just like one little night, please. Please. Um, please. <laughs> Come on, aren't you, you an old man or what? He's like half guilting and half legitimate. It's a yeah. very rare move. God. And Lan Wangji's like, you're delirious. <laughs> and he's certainly not wrong. Yep. Um, but then- but, Wei Wushan falls sleepy. He he passes out anyway. You know something interesting about while he was passed out, he could have swore that he was on a lap. That's the thing. He could have swore that he was on a lap and he was getting taken care of and he was very comfortable. And he he rolled around as much as he wanted to. The ultimate indulgence. <laughs> the indulgence. This whole paragraph is so cute. It's really good. It just good. makes me want to die. Like Lan Wangji, Lan Wangji only indulges himself when he has plausible deniability. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, he's doing all this. He's, like, stroking his hair. He's, like, letting him lie on his lap. But it's because 
Wei Wuxian is completely delirious, and Lan Wangji knows that his uh, defense would never his his testimony would never stand up in court. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Wei Wuxian eventually like comes back around into like more. He he wakes up more or less, and he he sees that uh, Lan Wangji is like a ways away, and there's a fire, and he's like, oh. Okay, I guess I wasn't in a lab. Must have been a dream. And then he he gets bored and decides to not shut up for a while. Yeah, he gets back to his old self, like, immediately. (laughs) Immediately. He's like, I'm bored, you boring, I'm hungry, will you make me something to eat? Make me some of that tortoise meat. (laughs) Oh, no, wait, oh, no, wait, he probably eats people, that tortoise meat's probably gross, never mind. No, John, you're boring, your mouth is closed, do something. Come on, are you chilling? (laughs) Are you, like, just a monk or something? Like, come on. Oh, wait, your founder was a monk. Never mind. He's just going on and on and on and on. And he's like, how long has it been? You've been out here forever. And Wangji's like, it hasn't even been a day. (laughs) Wangji's like, shut up, conserve your strength. And we were like, oh, you finally replied to me. How many days has it been, Lanjong? Come on. How How come nobody's come to rescue us? Like, the amount of calories he is wasting Running a fucking marathon with that mouth. He did in, not in, stop. Inadvisable. Inexcusable. It's inadvisable. Untenable. Untenable. Um, uh, starts, Lan- yeah, he starts complaining about Lan Wangji being boring. He's like, if I wish John Chung was down here, he's fun. You're if just, he would have kicked my ass yeah. entertainingly. <laughs> You're Come so on, John Chung, where are you? It's I'm almost bored. been a week. I'm bored. I don't like it. And Lan Wangji's just like, chill the fuck out. He's like, can you please take a nap? <laughs> can you please just take a nap? Wei was like, come on, I just woke up. I'm bored. Do you really hate seeing me awake so much? Lan Wangji's like, you're thinking too much. I love this shitty non-answer so much. It's so good, He yeah. goes for that all the time because it's like, it's not like he's lying. He's yeah. just saying you're thinking too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And Wei Wuxian is like, man, nothing works on this guy. He's so boring. He, like, I wish he was biting me again, but I'm never going to see that again. <laughs> and so he then he's so like, fun. And <laughs> he's like, he's like, all right, Wangi, let's, how about this? I'm not going to fall asleep anytime soon. Let's, let's just do some chit chat. And Wangji's like, well, when do you usually fall asleep? And Wavershawn's like, you're so boring. Oh my God, who asks that? You're so boring. I'm going to yes and you anyway, though. And um, he's like, I, I, I never go to bed before one in the morning, same. And <laughs> Wangji says, improper conduct, a bad habit. <laughs> Wavershawn's like, you think everybody's like, y'all? God, I knew you were going to be a freaking boner about it. God. Lamont, she's like, it needs to stop. <laughs> Wei Wuxian's like, come on, I'm sick, I'm feverish. And it translated translates it as brother. Can't yeah. you say something nicer? And I know he just called Lan Wangji Guga. Yeah, he I called him I know he said a Guga. Yeah. I know he said I know he said our Guga. And uh, he, uh, it's, I mean, this whole sentence just translates as, I'm poor little baby Shanshan. I'm just baby Shanshan. Shanshan, you gotta be nice to me. (laughs) And then, so then he asks Lan Wangji to sing him a song. Come on, can't you, can't you sing me a song? I feel bad. Won't you sing me a song? He doesn't object. He doesn't object. Lan Wangji starts to sing. Yeah. Wave Shan's like, oh, that's really nice. What's it called? And Lan Wangji seemed to murmur something. Wei Wushan opened his eyes. What was it called again? I said it's called Wei Wangji Forever Love Mixtape September 98. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called again? Darude Sandstorm. 
And that's uh, that's the end of the chapter there. That's the end of the all three chapters. That's the end of the all three chapters. Many of them. What a wild ride. What a ride. And we're giving ourselves a little break next time because uh, since we did three chapters this time, we're just going to do the little fart of a chapter that is chapter 56. Yeah. Poisons part one. Kick off some very bad times next time. Yeah. <sighs> um... So before we get to the Google Translate Essence collection, do you want to do a little announcement about our episode structure? How we want to do this? Yeah, let's let's do that. So, um, sometimes reading is hard. Reading Taking can notes be hard. Is hard. Taking notes is hard. I am a person with uh, pretty bad um, undiagnosed and unmedicated ADHD, so a lot of the time... Uh, doing notes is the absolute last thing that my brain wants to do, no matter yeah. how much I know it needs to be done. Yeah, and no Those matter with how ADHD much ADHD will understand. Yeah, and no matter how much you know, we both love the novel and we yes. both love doing the podcast. It's 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 just hard sometimes. It's hard sometimes. I I work a lot of hours at my job, and it's very uh, physically and mentally demanding. So yeah. a lot of the time. It's it's it can be kind of difficult for us to be able to do notes in a decent amount of time. So the workaround that we have come up with temporarily that we would like to try. Yeah, we're gonna we're in gonna response pilot to that. This. We're gonna pilot this. We're going to change up the format of the show a little bit. We're yeah. going to not try, too drastically. Not too drastically. <clears throat> we're going to be taking a more real time approach to the chapters in yes. that we won't be taking notes on them physically. Like you might hear me turning pages or whatever sometimes during the podcast. And that's because I've taken notes on the actual chapter that's been printed out. And that's, that's a lot of the time what is very uh, time and energy and brain consuming for me. And I know for Roy as well. Yeah. Um. So what we're going to be doing, the episodes are there. The, it's not going to change super a whole lot. Not at all. Uh, it's going to be basically the same until we get to the actual chapters themselves. We'll do we'll do our little intros. We'll talk about Q or whatever. I'll do my little summaries, and then instead of recapping the episode or recapping the chapter, what we're going to do is read through a lot of it and react as we go. We're just going to goof along. Goof along. It's going to be more of a riff tracks. More of a riff tracks kind of moment. We aren't going to be reading every single line to get around copyright stuff. We're going to be reading a lot of it, but we're going to be skipping over chunks that are like just kind of less noteworthy yeah. stuff that we don't necessarily need to dwell on. Absolutely. Um, we're just, but yeah, we're just going to be, we're going to do a fun little read and react. And we're going to see how that goes for a little while. And we have another little announcement to make after we do the Google, Google Translate Essence collection and the questions. But that's Jeez. what we're doing with this. We're just going to try this out and see how it goes. To yeah. make life a little bit easier and to also make sure that we get episodes out more frequently and more consistently because yeah, we would like to do that for y'all you know 100 percent. we like it so let's do some google translate we will do google translate essence collection essence collection so when this episode drops it's going to be a very special little boy's birthday 
It's a very special little boy's birthday. It's Jin Leong's birthday. Very special little boy's little baby boy birthday. Jin Rulon's extremely baby boyest day. Baby boy baby birthday. Baby boy baby birthday boy. And I think in honor of baby boy baby birthday boy, I think it's time for us to head back to our old friend Baidu Baika. And read a little bit about... Yeah, birthday boy. We'll find out about birthday boy. So let me open up this god death... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're not going to read about Deathbed. We're going to read about Jin Rulon, uh, characters in Tanmei's novel, The Master of the... <laughs> yeah, it's normal. The Master of the Demon Dao and its derivative works. Um, <laughs> why don't we... <laughs> why don't we take a look at, at the boy and find out a little bit about him? Sure. Yeah. So under character introduction, the son of Jin Zichuan and Zhang Weili, the only existing orthodox lineage and current patriarch of the Jin family in Lanling. They are good friends with Lan Sishui and Lan Jingyi, non-binary sovereign, the children of the Lan family of Gusu, and they are very handsome. They are called Miss because of their arrogant and awkward personality. Arrogant and awkward. Me too. Yeah. They have no playmates of the same age and are pure in nature. (laughs) His father, Jin Jin Xuan, they're having a really tough time with his name, was the third ranked son of the aristocratic family and was killed by mistake by the ghost general, Wen Yang, who was out of control. Unhinged. (laughs) Unhinged. His mother was the only young lady of the Yunmeng Zhang clan gentle and kind and was killed by the sword to protect his junior brother Wei Wushan. Okay, so so we got Yanli using he him pronouns. That's cool. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um therefore, Jin Liang hates Wei Wushan and the man who cultivates ghosts. The man who cultivates ghosts. Finally forgive Wei Wushan and others. <laughs> Same. Although the personality is a bit awkward, he has a sense of justice and a pure nature. With a little correct guidance, he can grow greatly. In the latest extravaganza in 2017, Patriarch Jean has grown a lot. Extravaganza! Extravaganza. <laughs> Absolutely, Patriarch Jean. I love him. I love, I love the boy. Character traits. From the original work, his shortcomings are obvious, but it is not difficult for us to find his various advantages. It is the combination of these large and small advantages and shortcomings that make this role vivid and full, and the youthful images the youthful image of youth emerges on paper. Ugh. He was t- I'm I'm skipping over some of these bits. He was tenacious and courageous. When confronted with the soul-eating goddess, the sentence, If I can't cut her head with this sword, I will die here. I die. It was the invincible courage that the young man became full of strength. Period. Space. Period. Sure. (laughs) The phrase, I want you all to open your eyes and see clearly. I am stronger than many of you. Many. Many. Not all. Stronger than most. Stronger than most. (laughs) Is the fearless and tenacious character of a young man and a heart that is unwilling to succumb to an arduous fate. An arrogant, unyielding way of heaven. (laughs) Sure. Wow, that's very lovely. You know, I... Oh, wait. Oh, no. I just noticed this. Under the piercing edge on the surface, the young man's sensitive and fragile heart has hidden a dozen years of suffering and grievances. (laughs) 
general grievance. The young man's <laughs> arrogance and determination made him never easy to bow to unfair fate and secular obstacles. Okay. Under the divergent opinions, he also tried his best to live strong bracelet. <laughs> oh my god. Lance Armstrong would be so proud. You know? Jin Leong, an animated character analysis of the founder of the demon, <laughs> pretending to be a strong and kind boy. <laughs> I have told you that I really like Zhang Chungin, the great master of the devil. In <laughs> fact, besides him, there is another person I love, and that is Jin Liang. Whether it is an adaptation of a novel or an anime, the character is very meticulous. Jin Liang is a distressing character. The kind-hearted Jin Liang always pretends to be strong, concealing his fragility and pain. Oh. <laughs> a distressing character. Everyone in the story has logic in their actions. Everyone loves and hates everyone. And, every, <laughs> and everyone is innocent. Doo-doo. Jin Leong is a distressing character. Everyone is innocent. Doo-doo. Everyone is innocent, dude. Everyone loves and hates everyone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Jin Leong, who looks incredible on the outside. <laughs> Jin Leong, who, lo- who loves and hates everyone. That is really kind of the summary of this novel, though, huh? Yeah. I'm having an epiphany. I'm thonking about it. Clearly, I am much better than you all. God. <laughs> oh, we know, Jin Leong. We, we know. know. This This we know. Uh, let's get some questions going. Let's do, let's do some questions. I'm sure we have quite a few. We, we got some questions. If you have questions, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or you can send them to us on Twitter at... Cloud recess pod, just one recess. You get one. You get one. And I had this brought up before we started recording, but now the app decided to reload, so I have to bring it up again like a little bitch. Yeah. Um, our first not question comes from friend of the us, Colin at Pagetish, who says Coronet 3 seeing 3 zone and linked us to a clip of Inugami Korone, uh running into playing Mario and running into. No, 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 three brothers! No, no, three no, no, brothers. three brothers. No, 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 three brothers. <laughs> but. <laughs> so next question that's actually a question comes from Tumblr user at Helenin. What mythical creature would you, Roy and Fallon, fight to the death in a cave as a mutual romantic gesture? Whatever they toss at me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I just really would like for it to be kind of. An approachable size? Yeah. Maybe a respectable size. Maybe not eyelet sized. Yeah. Maybe like a like a chupacabra or something. That'd be cool. I could yeah, I'd fight a yeah, chupacabra. Yeah, let's fuck up a chupacabra. Let's fuck up a chupacabra. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um uh, Jove asks at Ask Jovery, of course, asks if the Shuanwu of Slaughter was just a regular, if kind of grouchy and bitey, little turtle. Who do you think would be the best pet owner of said grumpy little turtle? Why? Chong Chung, because they're the same fucking <laughs> being. They're the same thing. Hui Song, because A, Hui Song already has a canon spiritual turtle. Two, Hui Song having the pet version of a Jong Chung. That's really funny, but also, do you think that turtles get, like, jealous? Are they, like, territorial of their masters? Mm, that's a do good question. Think, do you that's think Huaisong's magic tortoise might take some kind of offense to Huaisong adopting this new tortoise? See, now I'm now now I gotta know. <laughs> are turtles territorial? Territorials. Territorials. Are turtles territorials? Uh, okay, box turtles are not aggressively territorial. What about tortoises? That's a good question. Yeah, because 
are tortoises territorial. They're not aggressive creatures. <laughs> they can be territorial and moody. <laughs> moody? But with the right care, the potential for aggression can be significantly reduced. <laughs> Oh, wow. Barbara's really tearing through the cabbage today. <laughs> Barbara? Yeah, she's in one of the moods. Oh, she's in a mood. She's in one of the moods. <laughs> I have another question from Jove at Ask Jovery asks, if you could have a very cool move slash technique a la court assassination, what would it be called and what would it do? Mine would hands down be something having to do with farts. <laughs> Sorry about it. That's probably the most lethal thing on my body. In my body as well. Sparts. <laughs> I don't know what it would be called. I just fart and it hurt people. <laughs> the deadly rip. <laughs> the deadly ripper. <laughs> what would yours be? I can't fucking believe you. What was your what would yours be? Tell me. I don't know. The good post. Yeah, you really post good. <laughs> Yours would be a good post. Yeah. I like that. It's my, yeah, the the good opinion. The good opinion, that's it. And it's just chaosum. Chaos, KO. yeah. Opinion that kills you when you hear it. Uh, let's go over to Tumblr. We got a few. Okay. Um. Oh, boy. So first, first question, question is from friend of the show, the trashiest of cans. They ask... I don't know if y'all have watched The Boys on Amazon Prime, but if the Modazushi characters were in any of The Boys AU, what superpowers would they have? What major incident caused Wade Wishon to fall out of favor in the soup world? Who is actually a good superhero who wants to do the right thing? And who is a corrupt tool of the multi-billion dollar corporation? Who are the non-soups? Thank you for your time. I've been thinking about this AU for far too long. Uh, I watched, like, most of the first season of The Boys with my mom and aunt, like, last year. So I... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't. I don't really got too much for this. I haven't. I, I mean, I really appreciate your your super specific AU request, but like, you gotta understand. I don't. I don't pay that much attention to the media, and Roy has seen maybe three shows in her life. So I, we're we're operating on fairly fairly thin uh, fairly thin knowledge here. Yeah, I haven't seen the boys. I did get to hear my dad talk about how much he liked it like a week and a half ago. I mean, it's good. Your dad probably likes it for the reasons that he likes. <sighs> Your dad probably <laughs> likes it for the reason that he likes most things of that yeah. nature, and they're the wrong reasons <laughs> because he doesn't understand them. Uh. Um... Um, uh, uh, has necromancy powers. He way Wushana has necromancy. I'm sorry, not to dismiss this, but it's, yeah. it's a lot of questions at once, <laughs> and I really appreciate your enthusiasm. But we got a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get so, we'll get back to it if and when we watch more of the boys on yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah, this so, is a good one. <laughs> next question is from Tumblr user Oatplant. They asked, "Would you rather fight one normal size Wu or one hundred baby tutor turtle size Wu's one hundred? Because in the times that I've been surrounded by baby animals, they have acknowledged me as their master That's and true. converged upon me. So I think I would have a fighting chance with 100 baby turtle-sized chihuahuas. That's fucking true. You are. You have been cat master. I think you would easily be turt master. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the vibe. <laughs> yeah. I... I do have a case to make for one normal-sized Chuanwu, and that's because I don't think I could see a hundred little baby turtle-sized Chuanwus and... 
compel myself to hurt any of them. I don't want to hurt them. I, I think I'd just, like, put them back in the water or something. Yeah, they're my friends. I don't want to do that to them. God. <laughs> uh, next question is from Anonymous. <clears throat> they say, not a question, but... The Yunmangjong sect settled near water. The swimming abilities of its disciples were all exceptional. I'm sorry. All I can think of is synchronized swimming with the Jong disciples or them being surfer bros. I love both of those. Synchronized swimming is especially funny. Just imagining Jong Chung taking it very seriously in his little bonnet and his little suit. And they're doing their little water ballet. I think that'd be incredible. On the other hand? Surfer, surfer Jongs? Jongs rip that fucking gnar, though. Jongs rip the gnar. I don't know what to tell you, but they rip that fucking gnar. Rip that fucking gnar. That's incroyable. <laughs> I love that shit. I love it. Uh, next question is from Anonymous, a friend. They ask, I think it's interesting that the novel makes it sound more like Susha hitting Wei Wushan was an accident, when I'm pretty sure the Donghua made it seem on purpose. What do you think he meant to do? I think that the Donghua was probably doing that thing where they really needed to make it more black and white in order to avoid the censors. That would be my assumption. I think that Susha... I think it was an accident. I think it was an accident. I think he's a very opportunistic person, but I do think that it was an accident and he's just a fail son. Yeah, I think think he was trying to do hero shit, but he isn't competent enough to pull it off. Not at all. He's just, he got too excited. Yeah. <laughs> he, he psyched got, himself out. He did. That's exactly yeah. it. That's my take. So, is this our final question? Yep. Final question is from another anonymous pal. They ask, hi there, FNR. My FNR. question today isn't super funny or anything, but I was wondering about this while listening to a recent app. It sounds, uh, you're not too excited about going through Yi City Arc again next year in the Donghua. <laughs> But do you have any favorite scenes that you are particularly looking forward to seeing animated? Also, I got to add a really quick one about Scum Villain, if that's okay. Do you ship Mo Shang? Hey! Thanks again for the great show, Mishka. Ooh, okay. As far as shit that I am excited about, any any three zoom stuff, any, give me that shit. Any three zoom shit, I really, really, I love Xiao Xing Chen and I love Song Lan. That's yeah. the thing about the Grasses arc. I would have been so much happier with it if it had focused on Song Lan and Xiao Xing Chen. Yeah. I know a lot of folks probably rightfully think that that's the boring way to do it, but I'm personally just not a fan of those kinds of plot developments or whatever. I'm not a fan of characters like Shuiyang. I really would have preferred Song Lan and Xiao Xingchen and Aqing doing their thing. Yep. Personally. So I'm really excited to see them. I am so fucking excited to see Aqing yeah. getting her shit. <coughs> That's my daughter. I think she's gonna look. I'm so excited for Aqing. Yeah, I, I wanna see their character you. designs so bad. <laughs> I oh wanna see God. their character designs really, really bad. I wanna hear their voices. I want to hear what they sound like. I know. <laughs> so it's not even like, it's not even that I hate the entirety of the grasses. We just hate Shui We just hate Shui <laughs> I'm so sorry about it. It just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. <laughs> and the, the scum villain question, do you ship Mo Shang? Do we ship Mo Shang? I really, I don't want to upset anybody here, but I think I ship Mo Shang <laughs> harder, than, harder than I ship Bichu, if I'm being real. Like, Mo Shang is... Moshang is that shit. Like on top of being aesthetically that shit. Yeah. The fact the fact that Moshang in canon is this man's literal fictional wet dream that he created specifically to be his specific 
fictional dream man and now he gets to fuck him in real life is the best possible shit to me it's the best shit it's so good I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, what, wow. What do I have to do to get that to be my life? Oh my God. I know. The fuck? Are you kidding me? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of karma uh, Shang-Chi oh my God. racked up for himself, but uh, I Bless need to figure out hamster. what he did. Bless that hamster man. Best, like absolute S tier ship. Chef's kiss. Uh, hamster hamster banana dot jpeg hamster love that shit <laughs> hamster hamster banana dot jpeg except it's a it's a uh, it's a popsicle it's a it's rocket a, pop. it's a frozen banana <laughs> from uh arrested development their last God. name that i've forgotten that would oh be the, that would be the joke of it that would be the joke of it <laughs> that's gonna bother me now what is their last name i don't remember fuck ah okay <laughs> 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 well that's it for questions that's it for questions thank you so much for sending in your questions yeah once again if you have any burning questions queries comments concerns send them um, our way facts about how hot Wei Wushan's butt is <laughs> let us know we're and happy to listen jpegs to of here. Donghua Moby Jun's boobies jpegs of Donghua Moby Jun's titties uh, which I'm upset about because they're not even out like in his characters that I designed, they aren't. They ain't even out. It's really upsetting. But anyway, ever, whatever. Anyway, let's 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 clean some house. Why don't we? Let's let's keep some house. So a little. So a minute ago, I said that we were we had another announcement, um, and this is where we would usually plug our Patreon, but we got to make another announcement regarding that. Yeah. <coughs> so the the whole thing about us doing doodles. Um, Roy was the one who primarily did the doodles. Yeah. And, and her her fingy is broke. As you may have heard me detail earlier in the episode, fingy machine broke. Fingy machine will be broke until the end of December or the beginning of January. Roy is not able to draw anything. Roy is very fucking upset about it. Um, but also, we have been, like, not super on top of... Our Patreon to yeah, say that. Yeah, we say really need to. We really need to figure out a manageable way to take care of our Patreon and really keep on top and take of care, it. Yeah, and take care of our patrons. And take yeah, for real. Yeah. So, if you are currently a patron, you may have noticed that we are pausing the Patreon until we figure out what we're going to offer. Uh, this means that you're not going to be charged until we unpause it. December is guaranteed. Yes. You will not be charged. Um, if January comes around and we still haven't sorted our shit out, you also won't be charged for January, but yes. we'll get there when we get there. Um, we do plan to do She's a Good iPad soon. We will be putting out a new episode soon. Uh, when slash if we get an episode of She's a Good iPad out while the Patreon is paused, we'll still post the episode to the Patreon RSS feed. You'll still have access to it. All pausing the Patreon means is that everything's free for a while, basically. We won't be doing doodles or charity stuff. Um, current patrons will still have their special Discord roles and access to the bonus content, and we'll still be giving our thank yous and shoutouts, whatever, for our 5 and $10 patrons. So, that's basically what it is. We're just gonna kind of explore what options we have that are doable for us. Right. It's just gonna, it's just gonna take a little bit of tweaking. <coughs> it's something that we just need to focus on for a little bit. So... Yeah. With that said, we do have a Patreon. 
And if you want to donate and uh, support us there, you uh, can do it for as little as $1 a month. Yep. And uh, we we will decide what you get. <laughs> we will announce what you get and detail all of that when we decide it. But we for absolutely now, will. For now, let's give shout outs to our 5 and $10 patrons. Absolutely. So I'd like to give a shout out to our $5 sect leaders, Lenny W., Carrie, Lena, Rachel W., Audrey F., Corin, name redacted, and 420 sect leader, Sarah. <laughs> thank you so much for supporting us. And a big old $10 thank you shout out to our $10 chief cultivators of the show, Scout, Colin, Stefaniku, Heir to Athens, and Caroline. Thank you so much. For welcome, us. welcome, Caroline. Welcome, Caroline. Thank you to for being the a fuck day wagon. One. <laughs> and thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. Lots of new shit going on with Noisepace.xyz. Extremely new shit. They've got special grade snacks with our pal Funny Tiggy Sarah. Funny Tiggy Sarah. If you want to hear about Jujutsu Kaisen anime. Go check out special grade snacks and hear about a boy what eat a fingy. Uh, check out for a good time if you want to hear about po- uh, porn reviews. Yeah. And we've got new inductees into the Hall Space Noise Noise Space Hall of Space Hall Space Noise of Space <laughs> Hall Space Noise of Noise Noise of Noise Noise of the Noise Space Slappers Only, which is about video game music. And Kamurocho Radio, which is about the Yakuza series, you may have previously heard it referred to as Like a Podcast or Podcast Gago Toku. Both of those feature friend of the show and former guest Jordan. And uh, there have also been a couple very recent additions to the Noise Space Library. Uh, friend of the show Janosh's, all of his podcasts <laughs> have been added to the Noisepace.xyz library now. So we if you it. like Janosh... Uh, go I check like out. Yanosh. I love Janos personally, personally. So go check out. <laughs> go check out all of his little podcasts if you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, I'm Roy. Oh, do my little podcasts offend you? Fuck <laughs> do my little podcasts upset you? Do they make you want to hurt me? <laughs> Do they make you want to hurt me? <laughs> Does my little Chester's hat upset you? <laughs> Does it make you want to hurt me, Does my Daga? Little, <laughs> Does my little jiggy hat upset you? <laughs> Does it make you want to harm me? <laughs> Sorcerer uh, has harmed me once again. God. The um, sorcerer has harmed me once more. I'm Roy. I've been harmed by the sorcerer. I'm on Twitter at underscore bnui underscore B-N-U-U-I. And also at Yeeling Hypebeast, which is my mode outside blog. And I'm also double on noisepace.xyz. You can Extremely check out, on. Yeah, you can check out my other podcast, Nana Roy's Nightmarinera, where every other weekend, me and a guest go ahead and read some damn creepypasta. I've got a special thing coming up for my next episode, uh, or in honor of the next episode, because the the uh, boy we just mentioned, Janos, is going to be on it with me, and I just decided, I decided what I'm going to do for this episode, and I found out something that I need to share with everybody, so just keep an eye out for the next episode. It's gonna be good. Is it gonna be good, Roy? Gonna be good. Oh no. Who the fuck are you? Well, I'm Fallon. 
Um, you can find me at Twitter. You can find me on Twitter on America's Burden at the Twitter. <laughs> americasburden.com slash at twitter you can find me burdening america on twitter (laughs) and that's pretty much all i where wherever that's all i am on the internet (laughs) i mean i have an instagram that i've updated once a month for maybe six years so (laughs) instantgram instantgram you can also find the pod recesses the show of the us at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash says you get one pod. You do get one. You do get one. Go you ahead one. and subscribe to us on whichever podcast thing you use. And if you're 18 and up, you can go ahead and join our Discord. Have a good time. The link is, as always, in the description. And Ray? Yes, Ray? Do you know what we say at the end of every episode? We say a semper bunny. A semper bunny? You are all my nephews now. Semper Benui. Semper Benui. Devil has been solved. Devil has been solved. Good night. Bye, y'all.